Warning. The B3F podcast may contain language or subject matter that may not be suitable for kids. You've been fucking warned. Check out some friends of the show. The Two Brothers Podcast. The Trevor Jackson Podcast. Dem Jackson Boys. The Dumbass Dudes Podcast. Pop Culture Warrior. Happened in the 90s Podcast. Follow at The Andy Harris on Twitter. Go to our website at b3fpodcast.com for merch. Click on Tell Us What You Really Think to leave a completely anonymous review of each of us. Oh, Enjoy the show, you cunts. I like, I like it, man. Yeah, I, I won't compliment Thanks. you with many things, but thank you that so is much. One, that thank is you, one I'll compliment you. Thank you so much, for. man. I really enjoy that. You're welcome. Okay. It's it's. I mean, I said it earlier before the show. But it's amazing what you can do when you can't do anything but sit in bed. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? I don't have to read this shit I anymore. Know. It's I'm fucking so fantastic. Ah, uh, you COVID sucking motherfucker. <laughs> How's your week been? Uh, it's been fantastic because I've known you had COVID all week. Yeah, that's great. Like I yeah. laugh a little every time I think that you've gotten COVID. That's good. Because right. since we've started and COVID's been going on, I've been saying consistently, I hope one of us gets COVID. Well, and I hoped go. it was you, not me. So <laughs> the Lord listened to my prayers. Yeah. <laughs> you've well, been, you've he been works X. in mysterious ways. I believe that's I've had, Joe. I've, 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 I've had Amanda putting hexes on you all week. Have you? Good. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Ask her if she's got some crystals we can use to get crystal through this now. Uh, right. All right. So uh, we have a guest tonight. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. I am too. It's been uh, in the making for a while, right? And um, I'm going to go ahead and pour our drink. We're drinking Cavassier because he has cognac as well. Yeah. And uh, if you want to go ahead and bring him on tonight. Don't you fucking tell me what to do. I didn't tell you to. I said if you want to. Oh, I said if I want to. Okay. If you want to go ahead. (laughs) Wouldn't it be a dick move if I changed my mind? I was like, nah, just kicked him out of the (laughs) way. All right. Uh, we have Big uh, T. What's from, going on, man? You know, it wouldn't be a dick move. It'd be a Steven move if you kicked yeah, me that's out. That's true. You know? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like those can be one and the same, and that's it what he's be, yes. you know, insinuating there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited to try this that he I recommended. I am, too. Yeah, with, with ginger ale. Yeah. Because we're not, we're not huge cognac guys. But anyway. Uh, Big T. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks again for having me on. I love the intro, by the way, fellas. Thank you so much. That is goddamn delightful. That is not bad. Yeah. That really is not bad. Yeah. I may be a cognac guy now. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's game-changing, man. There's got to be something better than Cavassier, but still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, so you guys know each other through um, the show you guys do with Andre and Easy. Uh, yep. Right on Saturday. It's every Saturday. Every other Sunday. Every other Sunday. So yep. I have no idea. Yeah. So last I, Sunday. I, I don't care about one. anything you do outside I know, of the show. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh, so I actually was in, informally introduced to him when he before I was doing the show with them. It was he and another guy um, was doing the show with Andre in, in Easy, um, and. 
Um, so Andre and I were you, you, you sucked your way into the inner circle. No, actually I didn't. Okay. Honestly, the other guy, the other guy left. Okay. The other guy left, and I, I guess I'm Andre's last resort. I guess they they need a you know I, I guess they needed a token white guy. That's really what it was. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Tokenism runs both ways. <laughs> no, um, and and uh, Andre's was like, hey, you should you should uh, see about getting getting tea uh, on the show sometime. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'd absolutely love to. And so. He kind of connected us, and then, and then you were gone for three weeks, so all that kind yeah. of fell by the wayside for a little while, and then now in the new year, um, here we are. Okay, and glad to have him on because after doing two shows with him of something for the weekend, the back and forth, and and he's quick on his feet as well, and so uh, I think this promises to be a fun night. Okay, so okay. yeah. Anyway, yeah. So uh, I guess Joey mentioned earlier, and, and so you have Landover Studios. That's what you're always in on the chat, right? And Landover so you, Legend, Landover Legend. Excuse me. And uh, you're out of what? Landover, Maryland. Yes, I am. Okay, okay. I lived in Baltimore for a minute back in the day. Yeah. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was <laughs> fucking terrible, man. I worked on. I was in. So I was in the Coast Guard. I worked over in the yards over there. The, the, you were in the Coast Guard. Yeah, can you believe I didn't it? Realize that. I never talk about it. No, no. But uh, but yeah, so I did that, and I hated going to DC more than anything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we have a corporate office just outside of DC, and I hate when yeah. I have to go up there too. Yeah. It sucks. So anyway. so do you have a, you have a full uh, studio set up there? Is hence the the name, or is that like where where does the 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 Landover Legends come from? Uh, that actually came from something in my youth. Um, I uh, was in a turf war. Uh, with some friends of mine and uh, the fight that we got into actually made the newspaper and as being one of the only people from Landover involved in it I got the nickname Landover Legend and me always wanting to have my own sound stage made me combine the two which created Landover Legend Studios alright interesting so turf war what exactly is a turf war Really? <laughs> yeah, I really I do I do because I don't think it's the same thing as what it was in Pulaski. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> oh, well, uh, basically, what happened was uh, I'm I'm the type of person I'm loyal to a fault. You know, I'll follow you know anybody that I care for into war if it's just two versus thirty. I'm just that type of person, and a friend of mine's ended up getting jumped, and we went to go defend him afterwards and that ended up being a mistake because it ended up being uh 10 versus 86 oh shit that, shit that was the number i thought you were gonna say yeah. 10 versus two <laughs> but okay now, now, now those guys they were so deep that they they jumped the security guards who came to break the fight up and then they turned around and went towards us and then it just got crazy after that. Like once the police showed up, you know, people start getting hit with beanbag rifles and baton. It it was crazy. Dude, that's like some <laughs> biblical shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, high school was fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So this this then the studios part of that. I mean, so Landover Legend, that's the nickname from your your turf war in your legendary days but the studios i mean like like steven's saying is like full-fledged recording studio what 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 is what is that what is landover legend studios 
Well, it's a uh, it's a dream in the making. Okay. My goal is to create a sound stage where I can give creators a space to host shows, create content, do live projects, have pop up shops, and things of that nature. Um, you know, when I started my podcast, my goal was to you know put me in a situation to where I could become my own boss and. You know, through developing my show, I realized what I wanted to do. So I wanted to give other people opportunity to put themselves in the same situation. And I want to do that through my studio. That's fucking cool. We've we actually have discussed not that fucking great of an idea, but a similar as far as doing offering production and recording space that couldn't be in Joey's basement. But um, or that wouldn't be because, you know. Who's going to come down here other than myself? But I guess don't even like coming here because it's a creepy fucking basement. <laughs> but um, but but having a, a space to do that, it's actually really challenging. So that's that's fucking cool. But um, but yeah. So you said that this kind of dream is kind of formulated a little bit as you've worked on your own show, and that's the I can't make this up podcast. Yes. So what? Like I've listened to a little bit of it. I've read some some of the review, not reviews, some of the uh, um, descriptions on some of the other shows that I haven't listened to. Whatever, like, mm. tell me a little bit about it because it sounds like you're similar to us in that you're you will talk to anybody about anything as long as you feel like that person is interesting. But I mean, kind of, I guess, put that in your own words, really. If I, maybe I'm off the mark here, but yeah, I mean. I think with any show that you want to talk to somebody who's going to give a good conversation and be interesting, like, you know, me personally, um, I want to give a voice to somebody who isn't being recognized on a daily basis. And, and at the same time, I want to have the conversations with people that, you know, you hear when you're on the street, but you don't see on the news every day because they, they, they do the clickbait shit, you know? Yeah, gotcha. So my goal is to share information with people, you know, through a, you know, a more relaxed conversation and hopefully <clears throat> it'll inspire somebody to inspire somebody else to, you know, not deal with the, the same old BS that you hear about every day yeah. or the same old rigor more that you hear every day. Gotcha. Now that sounds so much more admirable than us. It does. <laughs> like, like jo Joey's like, yeah, we, t we want to talk to anybody that we think is interesting. It's like, really, we'll just talk to anybody. It's, well, we'll we, <laughs> we think that at least something is interesting about them. <laughs> we will <yeah>, initially. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's one thing I find, though, and I find it interesting and I honestly admirable. Like I, I mm -hmm. say that jokingly before, but when people have a purpose behind what they're doing, um, yeah. like, like, uh, like him with. I can't make this up like with the guys with the juxtaposition. Um, Troy and Trevor. Troy and Trevor. Brothers, yeah. Like they have a purpose and a mission behind what they're doing to, to a point. Right. And like, I'm just so like, we need a mission statement to put it right here yeah. where the shirt used to be. <laughs> just say, who the fuck cares? That's all it's going <laughs> to But no, I mean, I, I legitimately do. Like I, I, I really, I admire anyone that has meaning sure. for behind anything they do. Like, like legitimate meaning, not like virtue signaling meaning. Yeah. Like some arbitrary bullshit, but something they really believe in doing. Because I, I don't really have any of those things in my life. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> ah, shit. You know, uh. So oh, I go ahead. like the, the the fail for your show, and it's uh, it's vaguely described as organized confusion. You know, if you don't pay <laughs> attention to everything that's said, you'll get lost. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so I don't want to interrupt what we're talking about so far, but I feel like it's a good time because I'd like for uh, okay for Big T to weigh in on. So we have a section. Yep. 
on our, our website. It was in our intro video yeah, that showed no, you where you go. It's, yep. it's called Tell Us What You Really Think. And it's a spot on our website you can go to, and it's completely anonymous. And you can rate each one of us individually and rate the show as a whole. And you can write whatever you want to write. You know, there's no editing. And like I said, we have no idea um, who it is that writes it. So it's fantastic. So, because I like the thought of how trolly people are on the internet because oh, yeah. of anonymity and can say whatever they want to say with no repercussions. I was like, how, how about if we try to direct that towards us? Yeah. But, uh, but this one's pretty good. Go ahead. At first, I, if, when I read this at first, I would have thought, I know who said that, but with our general fan base that's grown, now it could be fucking anybody. Right. So, all right. <laughs> first, Joey. Yeah, okay. Okay. Joey is all right. I like him better than Steven, but not much. <laughs> but that's just because you can actually understand what he says. <laughs> Four stars. <laughs> oh, nice. All right, Steven. Yeah. Steven is also all right, but not as all right as Joey, but not terrible. <laughs> I like him better than Joey if he would quit talking like a drunk bitch sucking a dick. Wow. <laughs> Three stars. <laughs> Three stars. And then the oh, show, okay. I've had better. Nice. Five stars. Nice. <laughs> so, I don't know who that is. I have, I have no clue. I have no clue. Yeah. So that's somebody else good. on the, I, I talk like I have dicks in my mouth. That's, that's pretty yeah. good. Wow. I thought you'd like that. Yeah, that Especially is Especially since good. you got four stars and I got three stars. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh. Ah. oh man, it's probably whoever that was, somebody that tuned into to us on something for the weekend. Every time I would start speaking, it would a comment would pop up and go, "That guy has a problem," <laughs> <laughs> and I never could figure out for sure if they were talking about me, but it or if it was just coincidence that it was every time I started to speak. No, that's probably <laughs> probably. You Oh, it's fantastic! Oh God, so, yeah. So, how do you uh, do? You release your show? I can't make this up. Um, I uh, actually got it set up to where I uh, I release a trailer for my show on Mondays. Uh, as of lately, it's been Tuesdays uh, due to a volume increase, and then I release a full episode every Friday. Okay, that's a that's yeah. a lot of work. Like if I had to do. More than one thing per week, I would be very irritable. (laughs) (laughs) Even if you don't name them by name, if you do, that's fine. But like, what would you say is the most interesting, the person or most interesting topic that has come up on that show? Or and even if you just go lately, if you don't go over the span of the whole show, but but just at any point, anything that you consider to be one of the most interesting things that's come up. Well. I uh, I answered a young lady who's actually over in the UK. Um, her name is uh, Soma Aura, and um, she uh, she lived a very interesting life, a very rough childhood coming up. And as she was telling me her story, she was telling me that you know she was abused by uh, her stepfather, and in the in the midst of uh, you know, one of her beatings, she had an out-of-body experience where she felt connected with some beings called the Palladians. And through her explanation, I understood that, you know, that was her way of, you know, uh, finding faith in something through tragedy, you know? So I was just, I was kind of entranced by her story. But, you know, people would hear that and assume that, you know, she's like off a rocker or something like that. But, you know, for me, I never judge a book by its cover because she goes on to travel most of Europe. Uh, she married a monk and she uh, 
Yeah, that, she, that, that alone is, is enough to have a conversation about. Good Lord. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I really enjoy meeting people from different cultures and getting to hear their story yeah. because, you know, just because someone's a thousand miles away doesn't mean they don't go through the same thing you do on a daily basis. Right. It's true. Now, if he would have ended that story, she then became a Kung Fu master. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Netflix has got a show in, in production right now. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. The marrying a monk thing, though, is what stands out to me. Because I guess I don't think about monks being married, which is that's strange. Very, that's very narrow-minded of it me. It is very narrow-minded of me. But how many monks do you know? Several. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know none. <laughs> Oh, good lord! You have to introduce me one day, Steve, and I haven't met yeah. a monk myself. Oh yeah, I've never met a monk. Yeah, I have. I have like a whole like crew of monks that I roll with whenever I'm overseas. Are they secretly among us? <laughs> Bravo! <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> it's just are any of them named Adrian? <laughs> right? Yeah. <sighs> Felonious. Felonious monk. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got you. Sure. <clears throat> Jesus. Oh, no, boy. Jesus was not a monk. That's what you say. Yeah. I mean, that's what the North American Judeo Christian yeah. Church would have us think that he was not a monk. Exactly. But uh, he didn't. Know, he, yeah. I'm just saying. You need to mind your P's and Q's. Yeah. And your J's and your C's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So the, one of the guys that I work with comes from a very similar like church background as we I do. thought you were going to say a monk background. <laughs> no, I yes, you were say he used to be a monk. <laughs> very monk. That would be funny. And he left the monkhood like we left the church. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay. But uh, we were sitting there the other day, and I fucking popped on some like first album DC Talk that I found up on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and he turned around. He was like, "Do you what know the? who DC Talk is?" T. No, no. So they were a. They had. They were the Christian Beastie Boys, but yes. way less good. Right, way less talented. <laughs> but yeah, they would have like one album would be like rock, one album would be like rap, and then one album was I don't know, like Limp Biscuit maybe or something like that. I don't know. So they were, they were super popular yeah, in like were. Christian youth groups though in yeah. the '90s, like super popular. Yeah, but he was he didn't talk to me for the rest of the day. Toby Mac, he's still relatively popular in the yeah. Christian community, yeah. but uh, and the anyway. uh, the other dude uh, started singing for the Newsboys. Newsboys, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, can't hate, I hate that I know Michael Tate. <laughs> Michael Tate, yeah. Michael Tate. I hate yeah. that I know all of this. Right. Well, I can't. I can't but, remember but the but other it's, guy's it's name. It sent but. me down a Christian rock rabbit hole. Sure. Like on YouTube. Audio adrenaline. And third I, I, day. I just I hated myself with every click a little bit more. <laughs> like some people want to look back and think of, oh, that man that I was made me the man I am today, and like I'm like, ah, I, I wouldn't know. say that out loud. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> No, you know how deep into it we were back in the day, though, is that we were, me and Joe and Lauren and someone else were driving through Franklin, Tennessee, mm -hmm. and we knew what kind of old truck that Will McGinnis drove. Jesus Christ. And we saw it drive by, and Joe turned around, and we went to wherever he was just to say hi to him. So sad. So, yeah. It's so sad. It is. <laughs> we thought we were badass. Oh, I know. So, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, was that for like an admiration thing or just like infatuation? Well, because we were even though that then that would have been idolatry. A little of both, yeah. It was a little of admir little admiration, little infatuation, and and um, probably a lot of coveting. <laughs> <laughs> probably coveting the the uh, popularity of of their rock band because that's what we wanted to do. I mean, yeah. That's where we started out. That's how yeah. Steven and I met each other, was forming a, a band Holy of Christian band. punks. Yeah. So, so bad. 
<laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's like it's the one thing I'm most ashamed of in my life, and I've done a lot of shit to be ashamed of. You're ashamed of what forming a Christian that, that punk, first band? punk band? Yeah, that's what the all of all the what other you should be ashamed of is the fucking hat you wore on yeah. stage. It's it's all encompassing, man. Like the he, entirety- he wore an Indiana Jones hat, like the side flipped up and everything on stage. Yeah, wow, it was yeah, bad. It was, it was like that whole period of my life. Out of out of like I said, all the shitty things I've done. Is is that period of time is the one I, I I'm the most ashamed. You of. know what's equally as sad? You've never looked as good as that period of your life either. <laughs> Since then, you've never looked that good again. <laughs> oh God! Did, did you grow up uh, religious at all, T? Um. Yeah. I mean, a little bit. I uh, you know, uh, got into the church when I was a teen, but I, you know, that's when. You know, I started, you know, peeping reality when I realized, you know, like the pastor's right hand man was getting like one of the choir girls pregnant. And, yep. yeah. you know, yeah. you know, it's just like, OK, all right. I know that these people are supposed to be leaders, but mm-hmm. how can I follow someone who has faults like anybody else? Yep. But they expect, you know, do as I say, not as I do. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's what made me kind of back away from it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because we started when we were a lot younger. So for me, a lot, A, there, I had this whole thing of like, I, I had to look like I was like a certain way and yeah. whatever. And um, and so when you're young too, you buy into it. So you overlook a lot of shit, right? Until you get a lot older, if you if you grew up the whole time in it. And then for me, it was after I started working in yeah. the church that I was like, what Same. the fuck is this shit? And you then see I behind got, the curtain and you're like, oh. Yeah. yeah. And then I got divorced for the first time and everybody's like, yep, can't do anything anymore. Go fuck yourself. And I was like, yeah. well, goddamn, I just devoted how many years of my life to try to do this shit? Well, so yeah. you you getting divorced and then the church that I was active in telling somebody they couldn't escort little old ladies into the building with umbrellas when it was raining because they smoked. Yeah. Like you weren't allowed to help with the church because you were in the sin of smoking and your yeah. body's a temple and whatnot. <laughs> yep. And it was the, those two th- those two things together. <laughs> I was just like something's not ah, right dear. here. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, well, well. I think we both grew up relatively or very Pentecostal. I think for the most part, like yeah. you and I never went to church together. It was no, it was oddly enough. Um, um, Fuck you, Andre. But uh, you need to find some pics of Stephen in the Indiana Jones. I've got one somewhere, Andre. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but and we was, grew up very it Pentecostal. Jones, it was a jungle explorer. I'm, hat. I'm sorry. It was a crocodile Dundee, not That's, Indiana Jones. Thank yes. you. Crocodile Dundee. That's more like it. Yes. Thank you. Not Indiana Jones. Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. Very outback. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very Steve Irwin. Very super. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, we, we grew up at a uh, very Pentecostal church speaking in tongues, laying on of hands, and casting bullshit. out. Yep. devils and that you know a lot of that yep. showmanship but that's also when i discovered like outside of the whole like one it sat with me really weird but i also distinctly remember and it stuck with me how um emotionally powerful music is mm-hmm. outside of um any type of uh even outside of churches because this pastor was like part of being a pastor is knowing how to manipulate everyone and i was like what <laughs> and uh this when i was like in high school yeah. shit, and he was like yeah watch this and the, then the the bands, the worship bands playing their thing. And um, he brought the lights up a little bit and people were clapping, doing their thing. And he brought the lights down and everybody got really solemn praying. He was like, see, that's what you have to know how to do when you're running sound back here is, you know, wow. how to, you need to know how to help push that mood and usher the Holy Spirit. In. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I started yeah. realizing you know, that outside of that, but that's what all, so much of that shit is. Yeah. It's not just religion, but in For general, sure. like the power of emotional manipulation 
is huge for controlling people and for directing people where you want them to go. Like, if you can create an emotional tie with some shit, then it's fucking game on. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, well, that's, we've talked about before, too, even with, with tech. Like, that's one reason I think that Steve Jobs was so fucking brilliant. It's not because, like, he was a genius as far as creating shit, but he was one of the first creators of technology that was able to make an emotional tie yeah, for sure. to their product to the point that, like, being having an iPhone was, like, it was a lifestyle thing. Like I am like the iPhone is part of my lifestyle. It's yeah, part of it's an extension of your it's body, part of who I am. Yeah. And then they marry that. And that works with the same with music, with anything. If you get somebody emotionally yeah. tied to it, they're going to be committed to that shit. Yeah. That's why Satan's so good. Cause he was a worship leader. <laughs> wow. That's what they, that's what they used to teach us. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking amazing. You know, watching, watching a pastor, um, that's how I learned about neuro linguistic programming, you know? Yeah. Uh, inadvertently, you know, you can you can manipulate somebody to do something that you want without them knowing through repetition. Yep, that's to say repetition. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and there's a reason for their fucking in, in certain um, denominations for their cadence and like you said, the use of repetition in, in certain areas and just that it it, it sticks. It's yeah. almost like uh, a kid in a nursery rhyme type of deal. It, it, it yeah. repeats. And it's got a, I don't know, it's, it's crazy Alliteration is another thing that works wonders in, yeah. the, in the church. So, <laughs> did any of you ever speak in tongues? If so. Oh, I was 100% so, pretending, Andre. 100% did pretending. Did you receive, <laughs> what, well, I can't read the rest of his comment there. If so, did you really catch the spirit or were you pretending? I think one time I thought I caught the spirit. Well, yeah. But definitely there are times I was pretending. Yeah, for well, sure. Well, also, that Just like was... when you fall out, there's some of those times you're pretending, and, and there are plenty of times yeah. that I dug my heels in and was like, nah, you're yeah. not going to push me over this time. Yeah, well, for me, that was before I had any type of, type of like antisocial personality disorder sure. diagnosis and shit. And so for me, it was like just to fit in, to have that appearance of being like in the same Better than like, the ones that can't talk in the spirit? Yeah, right? Yeah. But just having, like, because there's nothing, no well, identification. Well, you wanted to be able to me. say to another fellow well, teenager, you wanted to be able to, well, you wanted to be able to say to a fellow teenager and go, you know what? It'll come, brother. It'll come. <laughs> no, not even once. Not even once. <laughs> Bullshit. There's no way you're in a church and never, I never uttered those words. I never I don't did. believe that. I shit. swear to God, I didn't. I don't believe I, But I wasn't a pious motherfucker in the church. I just did enough to feel like I fucking fit in. I, yeah, I didn't consider it piety. I just thought it was, that's just what you said to people. Really? That so was damn. like um, condolences or yeah, whatever. Just keep rubbing it, man. It'll come. That's right. Just keep rubbing it. It's fine. You just gotta keep. You just gotta keep pressing in. Let him inside you. It'll, yeah. it'll come, brother. Ugh. It'll come. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, man, Andre. Oh yes, man, oh uh, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yep. <sighs> oh god. Down little little trip down fucking. Yeah, really. Memory lane. We've gone. Yeah. We've we've fallen so far. Yeah, we have. That's what my well, mom uh, says. I, I don't know what why. instruments did you guys play? Uh, bass. I, I started out on drums, then changed to bass guitar when we formed a band. And I play guitar very poorly. I think you play guitar better than I play bass. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will tell you this: Andre has heard some of your shit. Oh God damn it! I sent him the the, the shit we recorded in in '08. Oh God damn! That's the only thing you... I had. <laughs> we were talking Send one him an night iTunes about... link of some of my new the new shit that I did that's so much better than the garbage we did in '08. He wanted to hear something you and I did together. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, yeah. it's not your best, but it's not bad. Oh, it's bad. Well, yeah, I'm whatever. ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of anything. <laughs> no, whatever. <laughs> you should. I, I'd like to hear that as well. I'm ashamed we've been friends for this long. I'll I'll, I'll send you. I'll I'll find a. a iTunes link or something, and so you can just listen to any of his stuff. Jesus, 
So anyway, <sighs> at least I never made a worship album. Give me that. Yeah. You, you, well, I mean, not <laughs> album, no. But I mean, I feel like you wrote some worship songs back in the day. I didn't. All right. I don't think I did. Maybe I did. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Back on the grind plate. Good oh day. yeah, I got that kind Time of. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, do you ever do you ever do any music? T, you ever play any instruments? Do any recording? Uh, anything like that? No, I'm. You know, I dabbled in music a little bit, but it never was my passion. My um, my passion is actually uh. You know, storytelling and uh, writing things of that nature, um, which is actually how my show got created. You know. Okay. So, like, um, so like comedic storytelling, like, or or you mean what do you mean? So, I live a very trivial life. Um, I've had experiences as, as where I've met a serial hitchhiker. Um, I've, uh, you know, been threatened by the police. Um, you know, f- a- as I was wrongly identified and things of that nature, um, I've even had a uh, drunk driver hit me. Oh shit! Uh, ask me what am I what am I doing, and then pull off on me. You know stuff stuff was like that. You know, so you know with these type of situations, and I would recite you know my pain to other people, it would make them laugh. Yeah. So they told me that I can't just tell them this is the story; I have to tell it to the world. So that's how I created. I can't make this up. <laughs> so, can you give me a Cliff's Notes version of of that story? I mean, a drunk driver hits you. I mean. I got that part. Okay, but like- so, <clears throat> so um, I bought this little beater car um, to drive back and forth to work. And the night that I put tags on it, I'm heading back home. And Lady Ram's in the back of me. She hits me so hard. <clears throat> she hits me so hard that um, the, the seatbelt catches me, throws me in the back seat, and I pass out for about two minutes. When I wake up, I get out the car, the whole trunk is pushed in, and she's backing out of my car. When she backs out of my car, she's like, uh, what are you doing? And I'm like, what? You just hit me. Get out of your car. She was like, no, I didn't, and then pulled off. So I get her tag. I call the police. Mm-hmm. I call the police. And, well, oh, by the way, when she hit me, she pushed me into another vehicle. So when the police came, they seen the accident they looked at me then they looked at the other guy and they told me that i'm getting a ticket because i was speeding i said i didn't do this to my trunk he was like oh what happened here and i'm like i got hit in the back of course that's what happened Mm -hmm. so you know i he takes the report cars got totaled had to go to court and come to find out she wasn't even the owner of the vehicle and she wasn't on her guy, the guy's insurance that the car she was driving. So oh, it was a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. God damn. That's not, 
I mean, that, that's that's awful. That's not what I had in, in vision when you said a drunk driver hit you. I thought you were just like walking down the street, come out of store, and somebody just up on the sidewalk hit you with their, <laughs> hit you with their car at first. Oh, no. So. I, I, uh, when I was eight years old on my birthday, um, I, a uh, hit and run driver hit me off my bike. Um, Jesus, man. With, within two hours of me putting it together and riding it, you know how, you know, we, you know, back in the day before the uh, people start driving my, my own bikes, you know, when you got your pedals vertically, you can either go back or forth. But if it's yep. a little bit too forward, you can't go back to hit the brake. Well, I was coming to the end of my corner and it went forward. And as I entered the street, I saw this green. All I remember was a green car. It could have been a caddy, could have been leaking. And then I woke up to ambulance blaring and my neighbors and everyone around me. And the first question I had was, where's my bike? You know, because, yeah. you know, <laughs> it was my birthday. I'm missing my <laughs> bike, but it ended up getting crushed, and the guy ended up getting away. Jesus. Good Lord. My little cousin yeah. got hit by a car when he was like three, and we called him Bumper Boy <laughs> for the most of his youth. But <laughs> yeah, My little cousin, when he was around 27, got yeah. hit by a car walking across. He had, he had spun off the interstate in a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. And he and my uncle were walking across the interstate to get off of the interstate, mm-hmm. and a suburban coming down the interstate hit black ice, and it was white out, like you couldn't see. Right, hit him, like at whatever the speed they were going, hit him and threw him about fifty feet. Mm-hmm. And the doctor said because he never saw it coming, that's what saved him. And the snow, obviously. Well, he landed in a puddle, and that probably stopped the swell. The water, yeah, right. right. But yeah. but no, no. They said said you never he never tensed up because he never saw it coming. Right. So. So because he never tensed up, nothing broke. Yeah. It's great. It's insane. Yeah. With how, I don't know. Yeah, real quick, Trevor said, just sharing the show, kill, or checking in with my guys, killing it. Yeah, I love you, Trevor. And then Andre asked, hey, Big T, are any massage stories there, Big T? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's up with this obsession in my massage story? Yeah, well, that's, all, that's, that's all Andre, man. <laughs> so... Big T has got specific rules about uh, who he will and will not give massages to or receive massages from. Sweet. Where do you put in an application for that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got, dude, I got some magic fingers. Let me tell you right now. Oh, uh, good luck to that. <laughs> in and out, you'll never feel a thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I'm just saying I can find the prostate like that. <laughs> That's that's not a massage. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just a massage. T- tomato, tomato, it's hitting the erogenous zone. It's the erogenous. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yep. yeah. Andre seems to bring up massages pretty often with tea. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I want I want to yeah. know what these I want to know what these rules are. You obviously know. I don't I don't know anything about it. I, I mean, I don't know all of the the. I don't know the hardcore things, but I, I've heard a couple of things that are that are like, uh, you know, don't give a massage to man, don't get a massage from a man, and that, that's uh, okay. So th- those are a couple of the rules. I don't know yep. anything else I'm missing. T. No, those are the only rules. Oh, those are the only <laughs> rules. Okay, I feel like there might be a couple other rules. You know, like you're not going to rub a woman's feet if they're just fucked up. But you know, I don't know. That's me. So. <laughs> No, at at that time in my life, you know, I was like 26 and, you know, I'm a, I'm unlicensed, but I'm experienced. So I can't be picky. That's the line I use on everybody. 
<laughs> no, seriously. So, you know, I got I got to a point, you know, I started studying anatomy so I could, you know, you know, end up getting more business from, you know, satisfied customers. But it got to a point to where, you know, these some married, some in a relationship wanted to get, you know, a little extra. And I couldn't do that, especially with them, you know, coming to my place. So that's one thing I don't do. I don't you know, I don't bring women that I plan on having a one night stand with to my place, you know, that's oh, yeah. too, that's too close to home. Yeah. That's what bar bathrooms are for. <laughs> uh, so how long were you in the massage business um about about a year and a half and that's when um uh, i started oh, i'm gonna say i started i i started dancing unofficially for three months uh i went now, by the name muffin top that's what i say now is this is this I magic mike style dancing or is this like yes, a is. ballroom dancing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I was doing private shows for girls yeah muffin top all right yeah interesting if i if i ever thought once in my life as, as a younger man that i could have made money doing that oh i would have in a heartbeat you could still make money, dude. There's a niche for everything. There's you may be dancing <laughs> to, with own guys. Really, but there's a niche. Say really pale, pot belly white guys. That's right. You Hell could, yeah. You, you could market yourself as the blonde bear. <laughs> it's all about how you entertain them. You know, you can you can have no rhythm, but as long as you're entertaining, you're definitely gonna get tipped out. Yeah. First thing you have to do is buy some of that underwear with the elephant trunk sewn into the end of it. <laughs> That's what you. That's first, the first thing you got to do. That's the first rule. It's the first thing you have to do. Okay. It's the first thing. If you show up with some regular O speedos or you know or or uh, uh, Tommy Johns or something like that, it's not going to work. No, no. I'm going to go all all tidy whities and wife beaters. There you go. In a gold fucking chain. <laughs> well, Italian, they, they might pay Italian you to home. leave. <laughs> just a bolo. Just paid. a bolo. <laughs> you gonna wear your your uh, crocodile Dundee hat? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and socks, white tube socks. <laughs> Muffin top. Yeah. That's pretty good. How, do well in the dancing. I mean, make good money doing that. Uh, it was decent. Like. You know, three hundred a party, something like that. I, I mean, how long is a party? An hour, two hours, what? Yeah, so, uh, sometimes two to two and a half hours. Sometimes it'll be a little longer, but you know, I didn't have anything to do. I set it up that way. You know, I mean, that's all right. So pretty fucking good money. So, so, so real talk. How how much how much did you close at the yeah, end of that at, gonna, the, at the end of those that's evenings? That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> it was business. You can't mix business with pleasure. Uh, now. If it was, uh, it is business. If you're getting paid you know, to do that's, it, that's that's true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, if I I mess around and and give a girl some pipe, and you know, someone feels some type of way, then I can't go back to that person for another business engagement. Because uh, I got you. You know, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume the ma massage business works kind of the same way too. So. Well, like I said, you know, you, you can't mix business with pleasure. You know, I had to, of course, I, I stopped services with some people to, you know, have some extra marital, uh, you know, things going on afterwards, just so I wasn't mixing it too, you know, yeah. but hey, you know, I was in my 20s, like I said. Yeah. So you said extra marital, like, were you married or they, they were married or both? They were at that, okay. at that time. Um, I didn't mind. 
Yeah. As I got older, I learned to, re, you know, respect that. Yeah. Andre said, so what did you have to do at the parties? Were you stripping? I think, I think that, <laughs> I think, I think we all understand he was stripping at the parties. <laughs> <laughs> Strip, stripping them women and yeah. all that money. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm giving Andre all types of ammunition right now. I know, right? <laughs> Isn't it past your yeah. bedtime? <laughs> he, he is up late. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pish posh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, eat God. some goddamn biscuits and go to bed. <laughs> wow. Tea drinking motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I'm man. kidding. I love Andre. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> oh, good lord! That's oh, good. Jesus! You just, let's just all shit on juxtaposition and Andre like this whole rest of the this show. All, That's all we do. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I can't, I can't! I can't do that. Those are my guys. Yeah, no, know? they're yeah. they're good dudes. They really are. I just well, like, I can shit on them because they're my guys. <laughs> That's just I'm, ostr- of- I'm just ostracized from <laughs> you, everyone. Yeah, you are. You are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny you weren't asked to be a part of that show, no. and I know there are very specific reasons for that, and I'm completely fine with it. Oh no! Uh. I'm assuming they don't enjoy hearing people say "cunt" on that particular show excessively. No, no. you you know, no, because I'm going to backtrack and I'm going to divulge to name calling. Sure, but it's not it's not exactly a clean show, right. but it's not yeah. it's not explicit like we are. But yeah. I think I have yet to say one swear word. Yeah, on that show, impressive. it is impressive. I've surprised myself. So, well, I don't swear around the kids. I've told you that before. Oh yeah, yeah. I have it's... a fuck. I will say though, I slipped the other day, <laughs> and we were. I was sitting there with. I've, I've only cussed around them. Like I've only cussed. So with Steven's them twice. kids are significantly younger than mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andre said, "Yeah, this ain't the end of the discussion, muffin tops." <laughs> no, so like I don't cuss around the kids, I, yeah. and I just—it's one of those things in my mind. It's not that I feel like cussing is is bad, but I don't let them cuss because I've told him before. It's like you can cuss all the fuck you want when you're grown, but like you need to learn the self control now. Like yes. I know you guys cuss like sailors with your friends right. and in your head, but you need to learn to be able to turn it off, turn it on. Yep. And you know when Eli's eighteen, and I let him say whatever now, but. Yeah. But um, the other day I was talking to, to Lyric about some shit. She was putting on something and I just slipped in a, like, oh yeah, that fucking thing. And just, it just came out because I guess she's older and she goes, oh, dad. Like, yeah, yeah, my bad. And then I had both in the car and some lady just absolutely just cut me off. And I was like, what the fuck? And that was a few weeks ago. Yeah. So that was only two times I've it was, it, it was funny hearing both of my boys. So they're the older two. My daughter's the youngest. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Well, but but yep. So um, that's my boy Patrick. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So we had a uh, a. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Well, you. no, I was gonna say like once my kids hit a certain age, I told everyone else in the family like, you say whatever you want around another. Whatever, 16 years old, yeah. they hear. That's they probably like, hear worse than you were going to say yeah. anyway, or whatever. But <laughs> as the kids hit adulthood, and I really started kind of just saying whatever I would normally say around, and both of the boys were like. We had no idea, like, yeah, no clue that you knew how to put those phrases together yeah. like that. And, like, and I'll still outcuss any, like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I, same. Yeah, it's like an art. You just you can sew words yeah. together. But, well, Jude got me again. So we we're on the way back yesterday from their house. And, um, and how old is he now? He's eleven now. Okay. And I had to get on to him for this one just because you know sister's ah. in the car, or whatever. But um, he was like, Dad, do you remember Candace? 
And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you remember my friend Candace? I was like, oh, what? No. I was like, I was like, Candace. He goes, Candace Wiener fit in your mouth. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, no, no. <laughs> and I hadn't heard the Candace. I know, I know that you know. The, I knew the, right the where he was yeah. going with it. I thought, but I thought he was going to say Dick. I didn't know he was going to say yeah, Wiener. He, he does say Dick. He just says Wiener. But, um, but I still, or maybe he said Boner. I don't remember. But it was, and I had never even it didn't register with me because I'm used to being on guard for the D's nuts and all that other shit he throws out. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, you can't. Yeah. can't do that like other adult because like I'm just waiting for him to pull that shit out with like his grandmother <laughs> you know what I mean just be like Jesus Christ kid well so a year ago when we were, we were at uh, the hockey game local hockey game it was me and the wife all three kids and then Gabe's girlfriend Kelsey mm-hmm. we're all at the hockey game and my youngest son who at the time would have been 20 mm-hmm. and so then my oldest son would have been 24 and my, so my youngest son who's 20 says to my oldest son while we're waiting on the game to start he goes you still like tapes and CDs, right? <laughs> Gabe goes, I mean, I don't have any, but sure, whatever. He goes, what do you mean? And he's like, you know, tape this dick on your forehead so you can see these nuts. <laughs> so, my oldest, so my oldest son goes, I think you own my house now. Bravo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, all my kids are, well, I mean, I guess if you count, uh, not count, but... Uh, um, Eli's closer, you know, to yeah. He's eighteen. She's almost twenty-one. Yeah. So, but my old, my youngest uh, moved out of the house this weekend. My wife and I are officially empty nesters now. Yeah. Good. We uh, Con- no, congrats. Yeah. Th- thank yeah. you. It just happened to happen and on the week that like we to, had both. I'd also COVID. like to congrats, congratulate you on failing your daughter and <laughs> know, being I a know. piece of shit dad. I, I know. Welcome it's, to the club. It's pretty rough. It's good to it's, have you here. <laughs> it was pretty bad because I was sick and I couldn't help her move out, and so it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. So uh oh, yeah. Oh well, bitch. it is what it is. <laughs> but whatever. Did you, know? did you did you pay for anything? Um no, I gave her a TV and uh I mean I pay for the car that she drives, but you know, um No, she's uh she's found found the house on her own, pays the rent on her own, um took her dog with her and all moved her furniture and everything with some mm-hmm. friends and Yep. That's it. The only contribution I made is Loading up a couple of things in the car, and then um, gave her a TV that I had here. So yep. that's it. See, uh, yeah, like I'm so like Eli's out of the house this summer, so fucking stoked. And my kids, I have them every other weekend. They, I get them from North Carolina, and then like I only have what seven years left total for all the kids to get the fuck out, so I can do shit I want to do. Yeah, so excited. <laughs> now, what if they want to go to school locally and still live at home? Different if they're in school full time. Okay. I'm okay with that. But as long as they're doing something, but they're not going to sure. stay the fuck at home and not do shit. Oh, no, no, no. I agree with that. Yeah. 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 And like, and if they don't, like, that's the same, I told you, like, before we decided to, to, to go the Navy route, I was like, you're either school full time and you can live here for free. I said, or you're working full time and you're paying me fucking rent. And even okay. then you're going to have rules. And so he was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. And I was like, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And the only makes rules, sense. like, at eight, at 18, if he's working full time and paying rent, it's more of don't wake me the fuck up when you come right. in at night. Yeah, you know, for it's, sure. It's that type of shit. You're, you're <clears throat> yeah. not going to be banging bitches in the fucking basement. Loud, not loudly. Loud, loudly. Anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just fucking put a hand over the mouth, man. Keep that shit down. <laughs> well, I was going to say, if, if he does, then you just have to bang his mom loudly. So. so. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any ki- Do you have any kids, T? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I'm not sure if I. I'd say congratulations. No, congratulations. Yeah, I don't. I, maybe he wants kids and he just hasn't had any yet. I don't know. Okay. Well, then he'll have kids and then fucking regret having kids. <laughs> so. Uh, well, I got seven nephews and eleven nieces. So you know. Wow. 
I'm just waiting for a national uncle uncle's day to come out. Yeah. To, you know. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> so, did you set the precedence? Do you buy all of your like um, nieces and nephews like presents for Christmas and birthdays and shit? Um, the ones under twelve. Uh, the rest of them are ungrateful. Okay, that's, <laughs> I, actually, that's a decent rule. I see my sister, my my nieces, nephews. I don't buy them shit for any holiday because they're not my fucking kids. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I never have. I started that when they were little, though. Like that. God, that's JJ's birthday. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Happy birthday! I'll show up and I'll eat cake and shit, and they're present as I fucking decided to show up. Yeah. <laughs> so. <that's, laughs> But like, but that's always been my thing. But I'm, you know, weirdly disconnected with shit like that. But like, I feel no obligation to buy anyone anything ever. Like, I get my own kids shit, but that's it. Well, I asked my my wife, like, at what age do our kids have to get to where we? Um, it's big T in the relationship. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, uh, I asked my wife this <laughs> Christmas is like they're all adults now. Like, at what point do we spend less money at Christmas on them? And she said, Well, as long as like we're not struggling or whatever. I don't see why we would cut back anything. And if we were doing significantly better, then why wouldn't we spend a little more? And I was like, well, I mean, I guess it depends on see, what we're I, buying. I feel or whatever. like it shifts. Like after you're 18 and on your own, then presents and shit revolve around things they need in yeah, their yeah. lives. Yeah, like Gabe, we bought Gabe a bunch of tools and things like yeah. that, that. That and he to me, does those need. are reasonable presents for kids because then at the point you're on, you're like, I'm not getting you a goddamn PlayStation. You're a grown fucking person that can get a goddamn job by your own fucking PlayStation. What about money? What's that? What about just giving money instead of buying gifts? Nah. Okay. Well, let me rephrase it. I think it depends. Like, if if they don't need anything, I have no problem, you know, money. But, you're, sure. but the value of what I give you monetarily is going to be less than what I would get you if you needed something. Oh, I see. Yep. Yeah, that's not how my wife works. Yeah. No, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's your, it's your birthday. I'll give you 50 fucking bucks. But, hey, you know, you're needing, like, a fucking new set of tires on your car, and you don't have the money to pay for it. I'll put new tires on your car. Yeah. Like, that's how, okay. it is. That's, that's how the fuck it works, because I'm a parent. Like, I'm there to, like, help them, sure, I get not that. fucking yeah. give them shit. I get that. Yeah. Oh, well. And even then, we only get each kid one present every year. And that budget's gone up as they've gotten older because the shit they want is more expensive. Sure. But it used to. I wouldn't spend more than 25 bucks on one of the kids because Interesting. when they're four or five years old, six years old, they don't give a fuck. Like, they have no idea, they have no concept of the value of no, things. I, I agree with that. And so I've never understood why people are like, well, I, I, I spent $200 on my, why? why? They're six. Right. You could have bought them a fucking $5 action figure or Barbie or what the fuck ever at Walmart, right. and they're going to be just as fucking happy. So what I've always tried to do is get them one thing that I know they really want. And it's so like this year with my daughter, she's super into music and shit now. So I bought her a nice pair of headphones, like Bluetooth, what the fuck ever. And it's the greatest thing ever. She uses them every fucking day yeah. all the time, as opposed to getting like 20 different things that she doesn't give a fuck about any of yeah. them. So I, that's how I look at it. And then as they get older, like Eli this year, he got a little bit of cash because, you know, whatever. And yeah. then when he moves out, like I'll, I'll go, not for a holiday, but... I'll hook him up like we'll buy us some linens and cleaning shit like all like the new house stuff, you know, sure. When he first moves into that. And after that, it's like you're in the fucking military, dude. You have everything you need. Like you have right. no other bills. <laughs> you know, that's true. Like yeah. he'll, he's going to take over as soon as he's out of the fucking house. He takes his own goddamn phone bill back to him. He pays his own fucking insurance. He's the fuck cut off with that shit. Interesting. Yeah. And again, I expect the fact that he's learning to handle money. He's going to have times where he calls like, guys, I don't have gas money. You know, and then, you know, you help them out for sure. But then it's like, okay, why do you not have gas money? Well, I spent fucking $400 on fucking Skittles and Mountain Dew and, you know, <laughs> three video games and a fucking whatever. And like in my Pornhub subscription, like, I'll pay for your gas. You send me your video games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But at, th at that point, like, you know, it's, it's, it's life lesson shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Isn't Pornhub free? Pornhub. I mean, no, you, yeah. they have a premium fucking service if you want to pay for that shit. Yeah. Thank you, goddamn Swayze. That's that's uh, his friend Patrick. Yeah. I just All like right, the Swayze. So pull up what uh, Andre said. There. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Andre let's says, uh, is T in a relationship? Is Big T in a relationship? You're breaking up. What'd you say? He said, uh, Andre wants to know, are you in a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he says he's breaking up. That's the. Oh, I see. No, nope, I get it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, nah, uh, it's complicated. Ah, so just because you're having relations, don't mean in a relationship. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's complicated. I like he just takes a drink and looks away. He's like, nah, fuck that. Not not answering that question. <laughs> What's your Facebook I did. status say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's complicated. Okay. Interesting. What complicated because you can't see each other due to COVID or what? Uh, it's various extenuating uh, circumstances. So you know, we'll have her call in. We'll talk, in have, her, have her call in. We'll talk it out. Well, what I hear when someone says that, <laughs> when I hear, and I have, I have no clue what the what's going on. But what I hear when someone says that is someone's married. <laughs> That's what I oh, hear. Oh no. Okay. No, well, no definitely, go. definitely not that. I'm wrong. All right. Or they're, or they're pre-op. Oh, gotcha. Pre-op. <laughs> there you go. So, so every everyone gets three strikes, Stephen. That's one for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Sway says, "Batshit crazy woman he meets." Ah. <laughs> yeah, he knows about he knows about my past and yeah. my crazy encounters. Oh. So, well, does he yeah. want to call in and tell us about it? <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm pretty sure he much rather me uh, to go into detail about it. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't let the subject go. No, don't worry, Andre. I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> no, they both say that. No, yeah. no, no. So I'm just happy I got a strike. I just, got the strike. the strike. Right. You don't even <laughs> like baseball anymore. <laughs> so it's complicated. I was wrong about the married part. Let's, let's get all Avril Lavigne on this shit. I am. Why has it got to... Why, I don't even know anymore. I'm too old to remember that lyric. I don't know. Oh, God. What's... What, extenuating circumstances is complicated. No one's married. Um, uh, did you beat somebody's kid's ass because they were acting up and that's a problem? Or what happened? No. I'm... Okay. I'm uh, all, all, all I'm gonna say is that um, the ball is in her court. Oh, okay. Some, what, what was it? What was that? What was the movie? Yes, going to detail just one encounter. I was gonna say, um, <laughs> man, your your friends are brutal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, the ball's in her court. Okay, I feel like mm-hmm. that's a euphemism. I'm trying to think about what was that? What was that movie where where what's his name's holding the boombox up outside the window? Say anything. Yeah, say anything. Oh, I, don't, I couldn't think of that. So, <laughs> wasn't that Patrick Dempsey? No, John what, Cusack. John Cusack. No. Yep, there you go. John. Okay. All John right. Cusack was a "Can't Buy Me Love." That was that was it. What? No, John. Cusack. Yeah, not yeah, John Cusack. Yeah. Pat, uh, Patrick Dempsey was "Can't he, Buy Me Love." Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, when he drove off with the girl on the uh, riding lawnmower mm-hmm, at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn, Andre. She got, Andre says she got balls. <laughs> now Andre's got a strike. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's on two right now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he must be high on all them crumpets. 
Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the subscription, Patrick. Um, oh shit! Oh man! Um, yeah. Okay, balls in her court. I'm trying to think. Where, See, where, I'm, where I'm happy to let this go, but are you're you? just digging in. Yeah, I don't care. That's fun. <laughs> okay. And, and Steven, that's why I like you better. <laughs> Goddamn right. Even if I do talk like a drunk bitch stuck in a dick. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. Um, okay. I have, I have more respect for other people than you do. Is that what it is? Okay. Is that what it is? All right. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. Have I, have I mentioned lately I'm so glad you have COVID? Yeah, you have. You mentioned it earlier. <laughs> okay. When you pulled up and I was coughing my head off, you're like, this is so great. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm so uh, happy. <laughs> I mean. Like every time you, you, you lower the fucking, which I'm glad you're doing, and thank you for that, by yeah, the way. It makes welcome. my job easier. But every time you turn that fader down and hack off to the side, I just, inside, I'm just like. <laughs> 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 it's fine. Okay. It's, it's kind of like when you're a kid, right? And you have somebody that you're really competitive with and you see them like trip and fall or something like that and that whole happiness that happens on the inside. And not that we're competitive. I just enjoy seeing people I know fail. I felt that way every year in the Special Olympics. Right. Like, I just... I, yeah. I, multiple gold medals for me. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what. That is a good place to take a break. We're about right at it and we're pretty close to an hour anyway. Um. Yep. So we'll take a quick break. If you're hanging on watching live, then just uh, hang tight. We'll be back in roughly 20 minutes. Uh, is that going to work for you, T? Yeah, that's cool. Okay. All right. So we'll be back in roughly 10 minutes. Yep. All right. And we are I back. I switched this up for the second half. Did you? Oh, yeah. well, look at you. I, I switched the sides. I put Big T on the left. <laughs> And mostly right. because whenever I pull out the fucking chat window and shit, it covers his face up. So now we can actually see uh, him when that's going yeah. on because I get tired of looking at myself because I'm <laughs> disgusted every time I do. You're wearing that blue hoodie again. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, well, because like Amanda, every time is like, oh, yeah, I think you still look great to me. I'm like, you fucking liar. You're, you're <laughs> there's, biased. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> it's me and it's because like i'm moderately unbiased with that shit like i have a pretty like real sure. view on a lot of things i'm like yeah no there's no fucking way i don't understand i agree yeah like i've got a big ass hook nose i'm chubby that's as, true i'm chubby as fuck right now and from the side profile it looks like my nose and my chin are trying to kiss <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> like I'm, I'm fully aware fully aware good lord um well, like you've seen jesse's nose so oh, it, it's it's God, it's yeah. a wonder that like Lyric and Jude don't have just fucking giant goddamn noses. That's true. That's yeah. true. Oh God. <laughs> Jude has asked more than once, can I come on the podcast, Dad? I'm like, no. <laughs> I won't even tell him what it's called because he'll look That's that good. shit up. Yeah. That's good. He'll let your mom hear he let his mom oh, hear. Oh god damn, that'd be so bad. But but yeah. He was like, Dad, can I come on for a while? Can oh, I come on an episode? I'm like, no, no, sir, you cannot. This is my safe space. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. I'll let him call in every now and then if we have a guest that he like wants to like he called in for Reese yeah. for Reese Roper, uh, who's a singer from a band that we grew up liking and he loves. And then uh Jay Nielsen from he was on for Forged and Fire let oh, Jude yeah. call in. Cause Jude asked me if you've ever been punched in the butthole. That was like the first question my my kid asked. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, the 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 two the two of the two of the three people we've had on with some celebrity, he's yeah. asked them, asked one, uh, how did he learn to play guitar? And mm-hmm. the guy doesn't play guitar. Yep. And then he asked Jay, has he ever been punched in the butthole? Yep. And then the joke, the why did the oh, chicken yeah, cross the right. road? Yeah. To bomb North Korea. Jesus, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Oh God. Um. So before <laughs> my kids are gonna be what? so fucked when they're grown. Yeah. Well, that's true. Why, why is that a second go-to question? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because it's his kid. That's it's it. my kid. That's, yeah. it's, his, it's his kid. Yeah. Well, I told him the other day, he said something about going outside when it was really cold and just wearing like shorts. I was like, dude, it's going to freeze your wiener off. He was like, can I get a prospect or um, a prosthetic, prosthetic. A prosthetic wiener? And he was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, you'd have to because it would freeze off. And he goes, can I get one that's always like a boner? <laughs> I was like, no. What? No, you got to get one like what's his, uh, what's uh, Larry Flint? Where right. you, it's got the little button in the ball sack that you press and it, and it <laughs> yeah. goes erect. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. All, but all the time. That's I, I, That was the first time he'd ever said boner. So it's a newer word. I guess yeah. he's learned from his buddies. So now everything's like dead. Yeah. He's just a boner all you know, the time. Larry Flint's dick is an interesting thing because it's like no, no. Do you remember the the, the pumps back in the day? The, the, the shoes, the Reebok, the Reebok, the Reebok pumps. The pumps that's how. That's what his dick is like. You pump it up basically with a button in in his balls, and yeah. it, and it gets it erect, and can then he, he still can feel have anything? sex. I, I he's got to. Otherwise, why are you having sex? Yeah, right. I mean, to, but, for, for the show. Well, who's showing? He's not showing anybody. He's sitting in his gold wheelchair. Or, uh, yeah, wheelchair. Right. No, for his personal show. I like, guess so. Because just because you're an invalid doesn't mean you don't like fucking naked women. Uh, yeah, or but, men, depending on your persuasion. Sure, but I don't, I don't know. I, I would assume he's got to feel something. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's not. I mean, he, he got shot and paralyzed. Maybe he doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if, if if I had no feeling in my hand, would that keep me from finger blasting anyone? No, it fucking wouldn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> at that point, it's all about their pleasure, not mine. I understand that. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Touche. That's okay. hard. That's that's yeah. That's that's difficult, man. Once you lose one of your favorite things about yourself, and you can't do anything about that, it's like ah, virtual reality. <laughs> so you would continue to have sex. Even if sure. you've got nothing out of if, it. If I could make shit work, yeah. Because I'm you? getting something out of it. What? Frustration and visual <laughs> stimulation. <laughs> but you could get the visual stimulation without having to actually get you know hot and sweaty. No, you're not getting hot and sweaty because you're not doing I, look, anything. As big as you are, you're fucking getting hot and sweaty. <laughs> you're getting hot and sweaty. <laughs> I get hot and sweaty Sounds walking like- outside and back. Sounds like you have to go see your doctor for that exam after your uh, session it. with your lady. See, I'm just, I'm just saying, right? Like, if if you get any enjoyment out of, because there's a difference in just seeing a girl naked and seeing a girl like you're basically a human dildo at that point in time. Okay, and and that's a whole different show live than just seeing a girl walking around naked. That's okay. all I'm saying. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you you may be onto something yeah. there. And then you lay on like some type of vibrating massager, and then you're just like a fucking <laughs> invalid Sibian. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> you did that. It made me think of Halle Berry and Monsters Ball, dude. That was I was told a man the other day. I was I said every now and then in my mind out of nowhere I just get make me feel good, make me feel good. good. Yeah. Oh God, it just pops in. And so you goddamn know, Billy Bob Thornton. Halle Berry has been in these. Um, um, Caesar sports book commercials lately. That mm. woman doesn't look like she's aged in the last fifteen to twenty years. 
Like yeah. she's fucking smoking hot. I mean, now anyway. Well, she's gonna be one then that it's gonna hit her all at once. She's you gonna think hit, so? Yeah, oh yeah. That's how it is. Like never hit, we, never hit Betty White. <laughs> was because she looked old as fuck from the time she was like thirty. <laughs> Look, back in the day, Betty White was pretty damn hot. Yeah, okay, back you in the day. Yeah, yep. And then talking like I, season okay, two of Golden so Girls. One thing <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, and I don't care how shitty this sounds. Did you at all find it amusing that? She'd already filmed like their her hundredth anniversary I, birthday I, I special. Thought about and that. She fucking and they she just in an interview about how great she felt to be healthy at ninety nine. It was going to be hundred. Yeah. All these big plans and then just fucking gone. I, I don't understand why those people played her her representation or whoever played the video on her hundredth birthday and she's dead and you played her hundredth. Oh, do they still birth- play it? I mean, I saw the video the other day, and the first thing I thought was, "Oh, she looks a lot rough than I, rougher than I thought she did." <laughs> That's the first thing I thought, and I love Betty White. I think her. Betty White's a goddamn U.S. A, treasure. That was just I a mean, fucking corpse up there. Well, I guess so. I don't yeah. know, but I think she's just fucking brilliant. Yeah. Uh-huh. Louis Anderson died today. Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday, fucking yeah. Bob, Bob Saget, Saget just died, died and ago, fucking yeah. Meatloaf. Meatloaf too. That was another. That one. was the trifecta. Yeah. Well, I guess this one came in four because Betty White. I didn't know Louis Anderson died. Yeah, I saw it either this morning or yesterday morning that that Louis Anderson died. Yeah, Bob Saget was older than I thought he was too. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's I mean, but not the tri. I mean, I, I guess the twenty twenty two trifecta. But over the last month, that's four or five that have just yeah. gone. Yeah. So you know, good riddance. You know what I'm saying? Twenty twenty two is coming in hot. Wow. Yeah. So, Starting off with a bang. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The Bob Saget one was crazy. Cause it was because he like he had no just foul like play. A show. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Done, done a show, tweeted out that the crowd was great, and then dead. Yeah, that's whew. yeah. Like Betty White was not a shock. I'm like everybody was like, I can't believe it. I was like she was fucking 99 years old, and granted, she had seemed in good health. Yeah, but, yeah. That's we shouldn't be surprised, but it's like yeah, but, Bet, she's like one of those mainstays. Yeah. It's like I guess she'll be 120. Yeah, at some but I'm point. Just, but I'm just saying, like right now, if if like my grandmother died, I'd be I wouldn't be like, sure. oh, I can't believe it. It's like she's fucking 80 something. Right. At that point, you can be completely healthy, and your body's just like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> it yeah. Just shuts the fuck down. Yeah. That's what happens when you get really fucking old. Right. Yeah. Anyway. And even like Meatloaf was, what, 74? Something like that. But that, that's yeah. still a young death nowadays. Nowadays, I, mean, I guess. But depending on what he was like, COVID. I mean, he was bitch tits back <laughs> on, on, in Fight, Fight Club, Club. So, wow. I mean, it caught up with him. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's and, interesting and, because I saw one of the things about his death called him the star of the movie Fight Club. <laughs> I don't think he was the star. He was not the star. He was not the star. No. I think there are at least three yeah. other people that were like to me. His best role was in Tenacious D: The Pick of Destiny. That's true. It's good. That was good. Yeah, yeah. long, oh, well. long fucking time anyway. ago. <laughs> yeah, that was what 2008. Something like Something that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but then people like Bob Saget—they were shocked. But he did a lot of drugs back in the day. Did he? Yeah. I don't remember ever back hearing about that. Yeah. I just I've always heard that he's one of the nicest guys that there yeah. was in well, it in always comedy yeah I know it's like there goes getting him on the podcast yeah <laughs> fucking ruin my plans yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking nerve <laughs> yeah oh well yeah uh, anyway yeah so did you see that uh, Ben's company got bought I did and they they rebranded but the lady that bought it is the official stylist actually that's of like Ryan Reynolds. Um, and a bunch of other guys, I was like, God damn it, I better get fucking Ryan on this show now. 
It yeah, better fucking luck. happen. Good luck with that. Hey, I'm just saying. Yeah. Even if it's a canned, like, you know, interview type of yeah. shit. I don't fucking care. So we have a <laughs> uh, we have a buddy here in Knoxville that's been on the show a few times, and he owned, he's co-owner of a barbershop here, and then uh, he owned a hair product company made, like, uh, beard oil and, and hair pomades and things for men. And it was outstanding It was shit. great. It's, yeah. it's the, it's honestly, and I've tried so many different things throughout my life, it's the best stuff I've ever had, like, honestly. And... And he recently sold his company, um, but he's he's had several write ups in in men's magazines and things. And then it's it's the product used on several celebrities. Their stylists use it on them, things like that. But it, his company, he recently sold his company. I hope he, I hope he did I hope he did well in the sell. I don't know, but anyway, I talked to him the other day and said, "Hey, he goes maybe I can come back on the show now and uh, not edit myself." I was like, "Yeah, come on." I didn't feel like he edited himself. He then. did a lot. Okay, a lot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with it. Yeah. He's welcome to come over here anytime. Yeah. I wouldn't. So, <laughs> well, no, but if I, if if we didn't do this show, I would never come over here. Yeah, that's probably true. So, T, you got anything else specifically <laughs> pertaining to you that you want to talk about before we get into some some news? That would be kind of cocky to talk about myself. No, go or, for it. That's why you're here. You know, we want you to talk about Well, obviously, yourself. if you did some dancing, you fucking are pretty goddamn cocky. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging that fucking thing around. Go ahead. That's right. Nah, I mean, to be, to be quite honest, you know, um, I'm a real laid back type of dude. I, I like to engage in a good conversation, you know. But, you know, Pat, you Pat wanted me to uh, tell you about one of my encounters, so... I'll tell you about uh, one of the times I got catfish. Okay. And, oh, shit. Yeah. That's great. I like he says it's, one it's of the times. It's been multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you guys ever heard of the Dayton app POF? Yes. Yes. Plenty of fish. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was unaware of how sketchy the, uh, the app could be. Yeah. And... When I was using it, it was always hit or miss, you know, and one of the first times I used it, I, you know, interacted with a young lady and her profile uh, had all these group pictures. And she told me that she was the tallest girl that was in the picture. And she was like 5'10", thick, like real voluptuous. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay, it's rare that I meet a girl who's, you know, taller than five, 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 seven, something like that, you know, almost my height. And conversation was good. We set up the date. And, you know, uh, Saturday night, you know, I worked 60 hours this week. My intentions are to, you know, sit down with a young lady and, you know, see what happens at the end of the night. And I get to the restaurant and I text her. I'm like, I hear she's like, yeah, I'm at the bar. I have this on. And she described the outfit and I go, you know, I go to the bar and I'm looking for the outfit. But the person wearing the outfit doesn't match her picture. Mm -hmm. So I text her and I'm like, hey, where at the bar are you? And then she (laughs) described it. So I go over to the bar. I sit next to this girl and I pull up the POF profile and I put it up beside her face. And I'm like, this isn't you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> so in the in the pictures um on the profile there was like this one girl who was always in the corner who was shaped like a pumpkin and that's who i that's who i ended up meeting you know 
Yeah. She, she didn't mean tallest. She meant widest. <laughs> but but the question is, the question is, is is did you did you continue forward with with the evening just to just to hit it and quit it? No. Okay. So this is what happened. It's a gentleman. Uh, He's a gentleman. Yeah. Leave him alone. <laughs> so I, she told me why she lied, and her excuse was her confidence. She said she was attracted to me, and that, that usually happens. She she was short. She was like four eleven, you know, Holy almost shit. five. And uh, I'm six one, so you know, whatever. So I told her, I said, look, um, you know, I understand you was insecure, or whatever, but I don't deal with liars. But I, you know, I did plan on you know having a meal. So we're gonna sit here like two adults. We're going to eat our food. We're going to have a conversation. At the end of the night, I'm never going to see you again. <laughs> and that's what we did. You know, we we sat, we talked, you know, and the conversation was okay. And, uh, you know, I walked her to her car and she, you know, when I got her to her car, she wanted to apologize to me. And I guess she was like filling the drinks. And then she tried to kiss me. So I had to weave out the way and, you know, just leave. And I just was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to stay off POF for a while. <laughs> yeah. See, the difference between that and me, I'd have been like, well, I've never fucked a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Well, who knows what's going to happen when it strikes midnight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I had I had one girl, I was in Hawaii. Like, I, I got on POF for a while because it was like, there's a certain type of, of lady when they're not calf, catfishing that, that gets on POF. And See, I originally thought Plenty of Fish was a Christian dating site. Yeah, it sounds like it would be one. It does. But that's how I met that, that chubby Korean girl. Oh. Holy shit, that was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just the low-hanging fruit, man. You know, I had the it's, I, it's the people that didn't have any success on OkCupid. Those are the people <laughs> that get on POF. <laughs> I had the idea one time to create a dating site for like a Christian dating site strictly for money making and call it not Adam and Steve.com. <laughs> like that's, that's, wow. th- that's what, that's, that was my idea. That's it was good. like 10 years ago. Yeah. And I never capitalized on it. Yeah. I think I could. Yeah. <laughs> but then you'd be that guy. I, who cares? I don't give a shit. <laughs> if you're rich. That's fair. If Joel Osteen can capitalize with a, on a <laughs> little a box cunt. where you push the button and it just gives you some affirmation from him, then I can capitalize on notadamandsteve.com. This is true. <laughs> so this I, is I true. don't care. Yeah. I, dude, if I came up with any multi-million idea, I don't care what the cost was, I would rake in them fucking okay. dollars. I have an idea for a t-shirt. Okay. Just talk to me after the show. Okay. I'm not going to put it out there in the in the in the in the, in the, in the, in the ether right okay. now. I don't want anybody else to take it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. So I, I do have one question to go back to the stripping though. <laughs> <laughs> On average, how many women like to be slapped in the face with it while you're stripping? Because I've seen plenty of videos back on like on HBO had the show Real Sex and things like that where Guys looked like they were just borderline fucking these women without actually doing it. Right. And a lot of women getting slapped in the face with an elephant dick <laughs> at, at a strip club. And how many women enjoy that? That's what I don't understand. And that. where can we meet them? How many how many women go home and have to explain a black eye to their husband when they actually didn't get beat up <laughs> by their mushroom pimp? stamped all over the goddamn place? <laughs> no. I don't understand that. So how how did you ever do that? And how often do women like that? 
Ask it's a case-by-case case basis. Case-by-case <laughs> case basis. See, there you go. Right. Some women enjoy getting slapped in the face with a dick. <laughs> I just wanted to know. Inquiring minds want to know. That's true. Okay. But, you know? Yeah. What, what, what There's is no this? such thing as a dumb question. Oh, there, there you are, go. There, there absolutely is a, is a dumb question. Oh, <laughs> God. All right. You guys want to go over some news articles? Yeah, sure. All right. Here we go. Good job. I... <laughs> nope. What did you do? That. Oh, there it is. I don't know what happened. Let's do it's that Bluetooth. again. Bluetooth. You gotta turn your phone. No, it's it's connected. Okay. It's up. There we go. All right. We hadn't used it in a while. Super professional. Here at B3F. I love uh, it. <laughs> all right. So um, the M and M's are getting a makeover. Did you have you guys heard about this yet? No. So uh, the M and M's um, are getting a new look to become. Why are more... you saying the M and M's like they're a band? Well, because that's what the article says. The M and M's. Oh, they're talking about like the characters. The characters. The M and M's. Yes. Okay. The M and M's. Not are the getting candy. M and M's. No, no, no. Okay. Well, it is the candy, but or it's the, the characters representing the candy. Right. Yes. The M and M's are getting a new makeover to, to become more inclusive. Oh. Um, and people jokingly think they should be hotter. <laughs> Uh, so, a makeover for the beloved M&M's characters has prompted many on social media okay, to hold call on. for the return. First of all, beloved is a strong word. Continue. Well, look, I beloved some M&M's. <laughs> I don't eat them. I haven't eaten any in a while, but I, I be loving them. <laughs> a makeover for the beloved M&M's characters has prompted many on social media to call for the return of the previous more classic hot M&M's. M&M's parent company, Mars Incorporated, announced Thursday... That the anthrop- anthropomorphized candy characters will have more nuanced personalities to underscore the importance of self-expression and power of community through storytelling. Oh, my God. Uh, the company said that the new look is part of its global commitment to creating a world where everyone feels they belong and society is inclusive. The changes ignited conversation among fans of the candy, many of whom demanded that the M&Ms revert to their signature styles. Uh, one person said, I am a single issue voter and my issue, keep the green M&M a hot, sexy lady. <laughs> Re-yassify the M&Ms immediately, wrote another user. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, so M&M says that the new, uh, Mars says that the new M&Ms are throwing shine, not shade. Um, the female M&Ms where I don't want to live in, in anymore. <laughs> I want to go hang out with Betty White in So hell. now the female <laughs> M&Ms will wear subtler makeup without dramatic lashes. The two female characters will also have a more friendly relationship instead of the catty one they've displayed in M&Ms ads. And they are now together throwing shine, not shade. Um, the red M&M will be nicer to the rest of the gang, and the orange one will embrace his true self, worries and all, now that he can acknowledge his anxiety. Andre says... So will there be black M&M's? <laughs> well, brown ones. Yeah. There's already a brown one. <laughs> um, and she's, she's the hot lady. Well, she used to be the hot lady. Um, the M&M <sighs> names will be less gendered as well, as Mars is foregoing prefixes like Mrs. and Mr. to focus on their personalities rather than their gender. Jesus Christ. I, uh, hate, I hate all of this. So I someone said, finally, an, an M&M with mental health struggles. Yeah. So I guess that's, I don't know, okay. the orange one or okay. whatever. Um, orange will acknowledge his anxiety. Um, read a, a text I, of I a tweeted everything. meme <laughs> featuring Don Draper. 
and the meme is Don Draper giving his pitch. <laughs> this is Orange will acknowledge his anxiety. This is um, fucking stupid. I'm, I'm mad about this. I some also hate this took so issue with the green M&M's new shoe. So the green M&M used to have, I guess, high heels. Yeah. And now she will be wearing, <laughs> um, let's see, um, will be wearing some sneakers. Um, someone tweeted, 100% here for a sneakerhead M&M. We're an op- oppressed community that deserves representation. <laughs> <laughs> see, here's, here's my thing with all of this. It is so fucking insane to me that we're at the point in culture that something fucking stupid as this that ha- took a focus group fucking no telling how many hours of research and putting the shit together that this is enough of an issue that a goddamn candy company will change an entire ad campaign based on some bullshit like this it's the stupidest shit ever uh, i hate it yeah, i don't so disagree much. with you god damn it uh let's what do see you think here. hold on what do you think big t i i never agree with you more on that subject than this right here like wow wow like marketing has gotten to this point where it's M&M's. M&M's? Come on now. That's just... Oh, and I've said it a million I mean, don't t- get me wrong. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, finish what you're saying. You know, I, I understand that, you know, you want to switch it up and make sure that everyone's included, but are you really going to think about that when you're eating the candy? Like, yeah. you know, what is this guy thinking about? Because if that's the case and you're looking to be attracted to the, your food now, you got more issues than just what you're eating. You know what <laughs> I'm I mean? just holding yeah. a bag. Well, used to, we were, right, used to we were only attracted to video game characters and cartoons, but yeah. now we have to be attracted to M&Ms as yeah. well. Well, you know there's somebody out there that oh, literally is watching sure. that and then fucking pulling out whatever color he finds the most attractive and jerking off that oh, shit in sure. his fucking hand. Yeah. So, um, full, full on fucking money shot in the goddamn handful of M&Ms. So, um, one <laughs> we'll, user we'll says, with the, sweet. <laughs> the green M&M, newly liberated from her white boots, lets loose. Why are we still going on this? A user wrote, poking fun as if the news were an NPR report. She talks social reproductive theory, uh, how patriarchy and capitalism violent, violently reinforce each other, and what a sexy lady M&M says about gender as a construct. So that's someone making a joke on Twitter. But, yeah. but anyway, I mean, I, I've said it a million times on here and uh, and I've said it in conversation I think even with Andre and and I probably even on other shows it's like we're out of problems if this is where we focus then really we don't have any other problems in this country and I think we all know that that's not true not true I mean we definitely have problems but it but we've chosen to focus on the M&Ms well it's a symptom of a larger problem is what it is it is but I'm just saying like yeah. This this is what we've chosen to yeah, focus but, okay, on, but and, here's, and for all to feel like yeah. we've won something here. Yeah, but what if we won? Okay, but right, okay, but take take this aside and put that shit away. But if you're a company and you're wanting to make fucking tons of money, this is the shit you do because that's the society we live in. I agree. But I just want everyone else to realize that as well. <laughs> right. That's that's what bothers me is that people don't realize well, this is just is, a company that doesn't give a shit about inclusivity. Okay, they, they just, just want, want the almighty dollar. Yep. Yeah. It happens to be better than the British pound, by the way, Andre. <laughs> it's not worth as much, but still. <laughs> well, I don't know. After Brexit, you know, we may be about even. <laughs> no, but the, less paper. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> I don't know, but no, I agree. But like, I hundred percent like get the fact that the culture that we're in, and the because the, the crazy thing is, is now we're at the point, and this isn't talking from a racial standpoint to just clear that up, but right. that the minority of of uh, 
different minority communities or community. Let me rephrase that: communities that are in the minority would be a better way to put that. Yeah. Um, because of the internet, because of whatever, have a much louder voice, and those are the people that have it reverberates through the internet, right? And then you have people because of where we're at that are all about the virtue signaling. They're like, yeah, sure. yeah, I agree. Even if they don't fucking agree, they don't want to be ostracized, and that shit fucking ripples to the point that you like. In order for a company to make money, again, they don't give a fuck about you, but they're going to manipulate the shit out of whatever you're feeling, thinking, or whatever the that internet fucking reverberation is, and they're going to fucking mimic that shit and spit it back out and fucking profit. Well, my thing is like, all right, you want to seem like your company is inclusive, okay? So rather than the M&M that is now going from wearing these boots to sneakers, Mm -hmm. why not just give her a back... Because she's not a real fucking person. Just give her the backstory as a strong woman that really likes to wear boots. It keeps them in the headlines, so it's great advertising. I agree with that, Andre. But I'm just saying, why not give her the backstory that she's a woman that likes her femininity, loves that, and embraces it, and wears these boots because she feels like that that's what it is. And why not do the same why thing not just and make spend the- less money because now you're not having someone have to reanimate yeah. someone without boots. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. I don't know. Oh, man. It's COVID brain, it's a man. 30, I don't it's give a 30-second commercial. That's a lot of backstory, man. But I'm just... <laughs> none of it is on a commercial. They're giving the backstory in the headlines. Just fucking give the backstory and don't waste your time changing the commercials up. <laughs> so, ah. let me ask you this. Yeah. When, when Ronald McDonald came out with his gang, did that make you want to buy more McDonald's? Or did that make kids want to buy more toys? I, I don't know because I kids fucking want, love McDonald's. No, it made it made kids want the shit. That, that was the genius in that marketing because it made kids want to go to McDonald's to get the shit, and you have to spend money to get the shit. But do do we really think that this is going to make more people buy M and M's? If I mean, well, I'm that, saying well, that's what we we the three of us actually probably are a pretty good subset, a male subset, but a subset of what the general mm-hmm. public is. We probably fall somewhere in the middle on most topics as far as political and social and things like that, for the most part. Not mm-hmm. on everything. We're going to fall right or left on some things, but for the yeah. most part, we probably fall closer to the middle on most things. Is this going to make you buy more M&Ms? It will, some people. No, no, no. But in general, the three of us here, it's not going to make me buy but more or but, less but M&Ms. It's, but it's not directed towards us. That's the thing. I understand that. but It'll make somebody 20 years younger than us buy more M&Ms. It'll make some of them, but I don't think it's going to make most of them. Because most of them are going to look at it, look at something different and go, yeah, but the dyes they use to make the M&M, the color green, are not good for you. And that hurts the turtles. <laughs> I'm just saying. But, I, like but I think this stuff isn't all about selling more M&Ms. It's all about public perception of M&Ms. Well, maybe. Right. But I still think the majority of people fall in the middle. Yeah, but but that's not they're not catering to the people in the middle. Well, you should be. That's your biggest group. No. You should be. It's no. your biggest group. No, that's not how it works. You know that's not how it but works. But that's how it should be. But I'm not saying that's how it does work. I'm saying that's how it should be. That's irrelevant. I'm telling you, I think if most of these companies would go, most of our people, most of the people in this country fall in the middle. And if they cater to that, I think you'd see a lot more profit no, than no, no, catering to the most what? small no, no. minorities. Of, uh, most of people, of people fall in the middle internally, not externally and in the way they want to be perceived. Yes, but buying M&Ms is internally. Yeah. You're not advertising that you bought some M&M's. 
But the thing is, I think, I think they catered to the public when they came out with those hot and spicy M&Ms, but mm-hmm. they put them in the same color bag as the regular ones, <laughs> and they almost killed me. So, you know, Mars actually owes me a week of my life where I was, you know, eating ice chips and shit because of some damn M&Ms, you know? So, What's the best it's, it's M&M? Re- what is the best version of an M&M out there? Peanut butter M&Ms. Peanut. See, I, I say peanut peanut butter very close second they're so good they're so good have you had the pretzel m&ms yeah eh. all right yeah but the peanut butter m&ms talk- they're better than uh than reese's i mean i agree with that yeah. it's, a, it's a different thing though because you have the candy shell on it then the reese's don't have that you have a candy shell reese's do not have a candy shell they have a hard candy shell in the Re- peanut butter in the middle. oh reese's pieces have a reese's hard candy pieces. shell yeah. yeah that's not the same yeah reese's pieces is not the same they're far Far inferior to a peanut M M&M. and M. I agree. I'll Not give you to that. a peanut M M&M, and M to peanut butter. Yeah, M&Ms. Peanut butter. They're far far inferior to a peanut butter yeah. M M&M. and M. Yeah, for sure. I still think peanut is the best, but but peanut butter is a very close second. Goddamn right you do, Swayze. Goddamn right you do. Blue shirt. God, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the fact that matters is most M and M's is one of those things, right? The marketing, like honestly. Most of us will bitch about something stupid, but if I want M and M's, I'm going to buy M and M's, right? Exactly, and most most people, are. most people are that way, right? But I but would say that, even the people that like this marketing campaign are still that way. I would I would argue the fact that this will bring in people that might have never thought about it. Because here's the thing about the marketing: it's not to make people want to buy M and M's. It's not. It's to make people think about M and M's. And what the fuck have that. we spent the last fifteen minutes talking about? Fucking M and M's. That's what they want. Well, now listen, I don't want to fucking M and M. That's up to you, man. If you're trying to fuck M and M's, but yeah. it's yeah. you know, it's not Chun Li or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting the fucking pause button during that fucking kick. Goddamn God right. <laughs> man, but you got oh, you got to you got to cater to the to the crowd, man. Uh, anyway, yeah. let's move on to something more important. Yeah, you're the one that picked this fucking <laughs> yeah, stupid no, ass I, story. I, I got you. Well, that's fine. I work. I'm working my way up. God damn it! Is it? Are you? Is this one going to take thirty minutes to read? I don't know. God damn it! I hate you physicists, so fucking much. Physicists just smashed. Oh, hold on a minute. Oh, hold we got on a call. A We're getting a call. Call from. Call from somebody. He's <laughs> not going to give his name. <laughs> I'm going to assume this is Patrick. Patrick, you are on with yes, B3F Podcra- Podcast and Big yes, T. What have you got for us? Look, the Eminem thing has just bugged me the fuck out. Why? <laughs> it's fucking candy. It's fucking candy. See, you say you Leave agree. You, you say you agree with agree with Blue Hoodie Guy, but you're really saying the same thing. I'm going. It, it's candy. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I mean, and 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 in a big way, but the whole thing is, it's like it's fucking candy, right? So now, what are they gonna be like? Like because she got tennis shoes on, she wore white boots. Okay. Right. She's not a fucking usher in the church. <laughs> right. You show me what she's got <laughs> under that shell, and then I'm fucking on board. Thank you. Everything is the same, but just just like human beings. I tell you what, she could have under that shell. Goddamn cream filling. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, though. But I'm like, some things don't need to be touched. Yep. Some they get too political with everything. Yeah. In this world. Yep. We Why? have we have bigger what, issues what? to go after but I, than But M&M. I think, yeah. but that's that's the media culture now. I, yeah. But but 
does the media control everything that we do? Yes. I mean, they're trying yeah. to. Not on a personal level, but yeah, as... Trying yeah. to make the influence so embedded in everything, it's like it's not even fucking going for it. Nope. It's not. Leave well enough alone sometimes. Stay in your lane, report the news. This right here, I'm like, damn it. You just threw me for a loop with damn it. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm like... I'm, dude, I'm, I'm, yeah, so, I'm mad about it. <laughs> like, yeah. it's fucking candy. Yep. <laughs> just don't understand what the fuck is going on with the orange M and M, the blue M and M, the green M and M. All they they know is get their hands messy and they eat fucking chocolate peanuts or whatever the fuck else they got. Does it melt my mouth and, and not in my hand? That's all I care about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Leave it alone. <laughs> great. The world. The world. I, I, I agree. <laughs> Thank you, see. I've been meaning to call that earlier. Look, you guys, I love what y'all doing. <laughs> I really love what y'all doing. Like the open, the open air talk is just like it's good, it's healthy, and that's what we need more. Well, thank you so that's much. What we need well, we, we need we need that, and we need a goddamn trans M M&M. and M. That's what we need. <laughs> trans M M&M. and M. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so what the trans M M&M and M gonna wear? Uh, blue wig. It's gonna have nut, nuts top. with a split. That's right. <laughs> The orange top, one sneaker, one heel on. I mean, what the fuck is they going to put on it? Yeah, get, get, getting finger blasted by the blue one. They're all going to look deformed because of a botched surgery. <laughs> all all I'm great. saying is if they're going to shoot for true inclusivity, they're going to have to have like way more colors of M&Ms. For sure. Hey, look, I'm going to tell you guys this. Y'all just got another fan. I'm on y'all line. I'll be listening to y'all as well as my man, Big T. Because I mean, I just I just love the dialogue, I love the discussion, and I love the realness. Keep it up. Well, I salute all three of you guys, and I will be following all three of you guys from now on. Oh, right. thanks, man. Thank and, you and so we, much. We man. appreciate you calling in yeah, for real. Thank you. All right. All, all right. right. Nice. I love those calls. Yeah, because they they make me feel better about myself. Right. <laughs> Even I, temporarily. I, 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 I always thought it was uh, common sense to believe half of what you hear and none of you and none of what you see. Yeah. So people right. that follow everything that they see in news media. Yep. Like, like how could you? How, you know, how could you be so? I don't want to say dumb, but yeah. ignorant to that. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like. Well, people don't realize because it's not put in front of it. Most people aren't told that. Like the media, I mean, A, they have advertisers they have to placate. Sure. And ratings. But B, like they report on what's sensationalized and what's yeah. rare for the most part than what's common. Well, I mean, we lost the fight against actually hearing things we want to hear and need to not want. Things we want to hear, need to hear, when news sources became a, a uh, an avenue of ad revenue for for stations because once they once you could start making money off the news mm-hmm. well now you had to placate toward the advertisers that are part See, of the news I would disagree I think one of the the main issues started um, when the twenty four hour news networks hit because they had to have something to fill space, right? Well, yeah, but Part. they had to sell advertisement, right, to keep on. But see, but prior to that, man, the nineteen fifties they had fucking or and during the Cold War. And even pre that, I mean, they had CIA agents embedded in the goddamn media outlets to sure. to spin um, propaganda and all that. Shit. That shit's sure. been going on for forever. Oh, and if for you sure. think it's not still happening, well, it's crazy I mean, talk. you look at and and I don't mean to just to, to pick on CNN, but I've seen it on, on CNN. Mm-hmm. But you look at 
and in from our modern day pandemic vaccination thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at CNN and and count how many Pfizer advertisements you see on, during mm-hmm. there. I'm a vaccinated person, so whatever. I still got COVID, but I mean, <laughs> I'm a vaccinated person, so I'm not saying I'm not an anti-vax person saying this here. I'm just saying like there's there somebody's lying in their pockets for sure and you have to placate those those advertisers yeah. you just know the how same much as Pfizer politicians made? have to placate the people that are yeah. lying in their pockets and lobbying yeah. things you know the you know the first 6 months that the vaccine came out do you know how much they made off of that shit it was, no like, it was like 3 billion dollars it yeah. was insane amount yeah, of money it was, yeah. yeah it was but and, and anyway. so regardless of how you feel about covid that's a fucking insane amount of money is all i'm saying sure you know, they come out of the vaccine and like, yeah, I think it was. I want to know, can I sue year. since I got vaccinated and still got COVID and wore a mask? Can I sue Fauci? No. no. Can I sue Trump? There's about to be some fucking lawsuits in New York, though. I guarantee goddamn tea that shit's going to start happening. Oh, I, I can imagine. I'm but so anyway. excited. Mm-hmm. It's, right. just, it's just watching the world burn, man. Like, I enjoy this train wreck that we're well, living in right now. Let's move on to more important things. <laughs> Physicists just smashed a record by keeping a bubble intact for over a year. Whoa, fuck. When you think of the word ephemeral, many people will immediately conjure up the image of a soap bubble. See, as soon as you say ephemeral, I'm like, what? I think <laughs> that's, that's what I, I, I think of, of the huh? ephemeral artery. <laughs> <laughs> Delicate. Wow. Or, anyway, or, or he, he acts really ephemeral. A team of physicists <laughs> led by Americ Roux of the University of Lille in France has defied this cliche, creating a bubble that maintained its shape for a record 465 days. Jesus. While perhaps not as pretty and shimmering, shifting iridescence of soap bubbles, the team's creation, made with the help of glycerin, also known as glycerol, could help scientists develop new materials such as foams and films. Now, I brought this article in here to go, what the fuck are we doing in these labs that we're keeping a bubble intact? I don't understand this well, for the, the life of me. What they said it me. could lead to, but that's the thing, right? <sighs> Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hold on. Su- look, go ahead. Support big lab. <laughs> <laughs> Support big science. No, my point is like, yeah, we invest a lot of shit into stupid things, but there's like tests like that. I'm not saying that one specifically. Okay. But random fucking stupid shit like that have been used to like better modern technology that at, uh, from a day-to-day basis. Like there's some shit, not that specific thing. I don't remember how it came about, but that coating for fucking ketchup bottles that makes fucking ketchup come out easier. It's a technology. It's stupid as far as the amount of testing, but when I go to pour ketchup and that shit just goes, Bloop. If you want to pour ketchup, you just tilt the bottle and you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, uh, I'm just saying. I, I would have one question for you since you support this. Where were you on January 6, 2020, 2021? That's what I want to know. Where were you? What's January 6th? That was the capital insurrection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are See, you he, knew, about? he knew exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, that, that, I, that's a good question. I was going to ask Stephen the same thing. I was, I was completely blissfully unaware of whatever the fuck was going oh, on. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Where was I? A bubble. A bubble. Yeah. Like, that's what we're doing. Like, is this bubble going to help? replace cars so we can avoid traffic yeah, where was that bubble when jake gyllenhaal shit? was sick in that movie back in the day <laughs> that's, that's what i don't know but i'm no, saying it just could, was stupid it's but I, it could I, lead I, to shit like it, that yeah it could yeah. but i don't know I, I you know 
I you might know. get a better, you wouldn't have to, maybe a better type of fucking saran wrap. Where okay. It doesn't get tangled and you got to pull the shit off everywhere. Maybe you just put the bubble on. Well, here's a headline you may enjoy more. Okay. Dude, you're never going to top the monkeys fucking I throwing know. dogs off roofs. Marilyn Manson, the monster hiding in plain sight. Mm. Um, Didn't he get accused of like beating a bunch of, like, oh, lady it's it worse than that. It started as a vocal booth. A decade before Marilyn Manson rented the apartment above a West Hollywood liquor store circa 2010, a former tenant, a label and recording studio specializing in electronic music, had built the cramped glass enclosure in the corner of a room with the goal of making up-tempo, life-affirming house music. The only adornment was some foam for soundproofing in the walls. Okay. Marilyn soon converted the booth into what several people who dated and worked with him now describe as a solitary confinement cell used to psychologically torture women. Okay. They say uh, Brian Warner, that's his real name, uh, frequently banished his girlfriends there, keeping them inside for hours on end to punish them for the tiniest perceived transgression. He called it the bad girl's room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Um, let's see here. Ashley Walters, former assistant, suing him for sexual assault and other charges, say he enjoyed telling people about the chamber. He always had a joking, bragging tone. Um, she remembers, um, to, 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 let's see here. Where do you go? She remembers, um, Ryan Brown, who worked with one of her eight years, denies ever seeing women in the bad girls room. Um, in interviews, it was an open secret. If anyone's bad, I can lock them in it and it's soundproof. Um, let's see here. Suing him, someone else, suing him for sexual assault and unlawful imprisonment, among other charges, tells Rolling Stone that Warner repeatedly forced her to stay in the space, which was about the size of a department store dressing room, for hours at a time when they were dating. At first, he made it sound cool. Then, he made it sound very punitive. Even if I was screaming, no one would hear me. First, you fight, and he enjoys the struggle. I learned to fight it. I learned not to fight it, because that was giving him what he wanted, I just went somewhere else in my head. Okay. Are you done? Yeah, go ahead. So there's a fine line here, right, between being consensual initially, because there's some BDSM shit that goes along these lines super fucking easily. And granted, he's been accused of some assault shit. I'm not even talking about the sexual assault stuff. Just the fucking bad girl's room, right? If he's forcibly putting people in there against their will... Different story. But if it starts out being like a kinky fucking BDSM and thing, and then you decide you don't want to do it anymore, you still should stop when they say stop. But I feel like that some of that was like, <sighs> at what point do you be like, you know what? I don't like being locked in that room. I'm not going to go back there anymore. And I get there's a whole cycle of abuse, emotional, mental saying. thing. I get that. From some of the stories that I've heard about him, there's a lot of brainwashing going on. And I get and, that. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Like, at what point do you draw the line between, oh, they were brainwashed, or this, they were a grown-ass fucking person that just was too weak to say no? And I'm not talking about sexually. I'm not talking about, like, you know, I'm too weak to say no, but I don't know. I, I guess I, I, I have a... It bothers me when shit comes out 22 years after the fucking fact. Yeah, but that happens all the time. It does. It happened with Cosby. It happens with lots of I understand of that. R. Kelly. I mean, it's, it's, I'm, no, I'm serious. <laughs> no, 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 like, I know. It happens way after and, and the I'm fact. And I'm saying, I have a harder time. Because like, we've reached a point in society where people feel empowered enough to say things. And that's a good thing. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying certain It sports, sounds like you're saying it's not a good thing. <sighs> you're a fucking cock. 
<laughs> no, it's it's a good thing in the sense of women that have been gone through that shit can come out and say something. But it also enabled a lot of bullshit along the way, too, that has fucked people over when nothing sure. that happened, right? Which, in those cases, I feel like I'm 100% people being prosecuted for shit they've done a long time ago if it's true, right? Sure. But I have a really hard time when somebody's prosecuted or, or persecuted in, incorrectly because somebody was not telling the truth. Or whatever, and then their career is ruined, and there's no repercussion on the person that lied about it. That I have a fucking problem with. Yeah, I mean, I think one of my biggest issues is like when people did finally get out of this, mm-hmm. like not condoning what he did at all. But when people finally did get out of this, why weren't people like? Why weren't you trying to save the other people getting into a relationship? With well, because you don't know. Maybe. Well, I'm, I'm, well, I understand that, but I use for example Courtney Love, mm-hmm. not the greatest person to look to for right positivity but there's a there was a a red carpet event way back in the day where somebody said well what would you say to a young woman getting into hollywood right now and her response was don't go to a dinner party with harvey weinstein right no one fucking listened to her right but she was trying to warn people so i'm just saying like yeah but not everybody's in that same frame of mind like i don't even give a shit about that no i'm just saying but my, I, my point feel being like, like anyone back in the, right. I'm not saying he should get a pass on right. it at all. No, I guess what I'm saying with going into going back to Maryland Manson specifically, because that's fucking gonna rabbit trail into wherever. But like with that, it's I get I guess within a relationship, somebody that you're dating, right? At what point does what point do you consider quote unquote brainwashing along the way? Right. Cause, cause repeated abuse can equal brainwashing. I understand yep. that. Right. Cause you have Stockholm syndrome, like women that get abused by their husbands or boyfriends, whatever, all the time sure. defend that person. Yeah. That does that. But how much gaslighting was involved in all that stuff? Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, there's, a, there's a lot of factors to it. I, I just, I get weird about it. I shouldn't say weird, but when my brain initially goes like, well, did they start like, as part of like the fucking kink and shit, and then like part of that, like if you never. But said did a, it start as a kink? Is his way of brainwashing? Right. Well, that. But then that comes back to is coercion or lying to have sex a form of sexual assault? Oof, that's a fine line. Like if I if I want to sleep with you're being awfully quiet, T. Because <laughs> we're I'm fucking ranting and I apologize, T. No. And I'm no, no, you're good. I I was just I was going to say that um, you know. As we touched on earlier, when it comes to emotional tethers, you know, it can start out as making love seem like the excuse for the manipulation. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when the manipulation turns to abuse, they start to connect that as, okay, him abusing me or that person abusing them Mm -hmm. is that their form of showing love. Right. And that's what they think it is. Exactly. But I guess that comes back to, though, is manipulation illegal? Is manipulating someone to having sex with you Illegal or is it rape? Ooh, I don't think or or assault or sexual assault. Like if if I like if because here's how certain things like depends on who you ask. If I'm wanting to sleep with you, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a CEO of a company and I have a I have millions of dollars and I can take care of you. And then you sleep with me, I'm like, ah, just kidding, bitch. I ain't got none of that shit. Like at that point, you've like you've had sex under false pretenses. Is that a type of sexual assault? Because people would absolutely argue. I don't know because that comes back to a story, and I don't think I did did this on here but I, I shared it with the guys on something for the weekend about drake mm-hmm. did i share that on here i know so drake has sex with uh hooks up with an instagram oh yeah yeah yeah. We talked I, about yeah. That. yeah yeah i mean yeah 
Like what he did is technically illegal, right? But well, my, my, my he, she's trying to entrap him, right? Well, my my point is is like where do you draw the line? And again, there's all kinds of we know so much more about psychology and, and all this shit sure. now than we used to. I get that, but at what point does personal responsibility or accountability come into this equation, right? Like, is me lying to you to have sex with you illegal? Should it be illegal, right? And at what point should it be? No, but. Would it hold up in court? Maybe. And that's what I'm saying. That's it's that, and that's maybe. A, but that's a slippery slope because right? it's it is a slippery if slope. Because like, uh, then it can come down. It's like, oh, he told me he had a fucking ten inch dick. It was only six. That's fucking assault. Arrest his ass. He manipulated right. me to have like that's the type of fucking slippery slope you're fucking going down with this yeah, shit. I agree. Yeah. And I again, I'm, I know I'm totally getting off track because fuck Marilyn Manson. The guy's a fucking cunt anyway sure. for all the shit that he's done. But. Um, I guess my whole point is, is just like, it sounds like he took a girl from you, Stephen. Is, right? Is that <laughs> no, just just he's just a fucking piece of shit. He just the things he's just how he's. Now I'm not talking about his even his actor performance. I'm just saying this. True. His track record of of shit is whatever. Um, but I don't know, man. I, but I start thinking about that shit when it comes to that. Like, at what point does it it cease from being like if if he's if you've groomed someone? And I'm not talking like an underage person, right? Sure. But if like. I like I have this kink, and you start with like the and I st- we start it really small, and then I ramp it up to the point that you don't feel like you can say no, so sure. you're not saying no. Am I am I assaulting or, or raping at that point in time? Sure, right. I, I mean, yeah, I get it, and and that's where I'm getting at. Like, so if we start out again, like I like some bondage shit, right? And so I start with just some fuzzy handcuffs, and then it escalates and escalates and gets to the point where I, I like having you tied up and whipping the shit out of you while putting a fucking wine bottle in your asshole and you never tell me you don't like it. Yeah. Right? It's part of it, but you've been conditioned by how I've manipulated you into this point. Right. At, where's that line? And I'm and I'm not pushing either way. I'm just, like, that's the type of shit I think about with this. I mean... Does that I, make sense to you? Like, you want to, what I'm getting at, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it sounds like you're you're checking off a list of stuff you want to try, but I get where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, and again, I, I again, and it's different. I think if you go in with the intent on, like, if his thing is like, I like entrapping women, so he's going in with a sole intent on on getting into a Stockholm syndrome state, sure, because then you're going in with something with malicious intent, right? Like that's, and I still don't put it in the same category as sexual assault, but it's a whole different fucking animal. Sure. Whereas, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Just you know, food for thought. So, 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 unless the sex is lasting the entire relationship, isn't it just poor decision making after the initial encounter? Yeah, and that's what I'm that's what I'm saying, and and I'm assuming a lot of people that you prey on people with lower self esteem. I mean, that's how you know most of those people go with but yeah like that's what i'm saying where's the line of responsibility when you realize shit's getting too deep and you need to tap the fuck out and you didn't male or female yeah and andre i don't think you hear what i'm saying man. i don't think it's sexual abuse if you lie sex is it sexual abuse yeah i mean i don't think it is but would that hold up in court nowadays it might yeah i mean it might because i'm just saying if you prosecuted any every dude or female that's lied to get laid you're gonna have half of the goddamn fucking free world in jail yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, most well, I mean, it's like, all right. So let's take big, big T's catfishing incident. Yeah, if he had slept with her that night and then afterwards decided, oh, she presented herself as something different. Right. Now, 
would he have a case in court? No, nah, they'd probably laugh that out of court because it's yep. a guy doing the other way. But if it had happened the other way around, mm-hmm. but, but, but I could, I mean, would we, would any, would, would the three of us or anyone watching be surprised if that story had happened the other way around and the woman sued them for sexual assault or filed charges for sexual assault right. because they were had been catfished. Would any of us be surprised if the case stood up in court and no. that man was convicted? No. No one would yeah. be. Yeah. And and again, so like that's where I'm saying. And like, I'm not saying that men have it badly. That's not what I'm saying. Right. We're talking about this specific subject. We're on a in society right now, we're in a very slippery slope. Yeah. So yeah, and that and that's my whole point. Is, I know it is. Is yeah. asking the questions and shit. The fact that like there's so much because when it comes to sexuality and consent, like consent is black and white, yes and no, right? Yeah. But then you have these whole grayers that have come up within the realm of consent, right? Yeah. That like I've could like uh, with um, oh, fucking Aziz Ansari, Ansari. like yeah. that specific one. There was consent. He stopped when she said no, but he kept trying to bring the sh- some shirt back in, but he stopped. Every time she Every said time no, she really yeah. and she left, but then she basically tanked him for saying he was assaulting her because yeah, he was not tr- because is attempt assault, not forcible attempt, attempt like it's not even attempted assault because he was trying to attempt, he was attempting to get consent. Yeah, attempting assault well, no, no, no. would some, be no, some of continuing was like, no, they the were, movements. Well, no, no. Like I so said, they were saying like when, or she was saying in the article like when they were doing shit, he was starting to get weird, like putting his fingers in her mouth, and he was kept doing that, and she was like, I don't want you to do that. And he was like, okay, and then they get back into doing something, and like she'd suck his dick or whatever, and then he would get into it and start doing some of that shit again. And he'd be like, oh no, stop. And he was like, okay, and would stop, but he kept doing the same shit, and that's what that I don't know. I know yeah, I'm I'm uh, ranting at this point. No, no, no. But it's a dangerous it. spot, right? Because yeah. there are some nuances that we never considered before in the past. Not us, but I mean in society. Sure. That absolutely need to be looked at more carefully, right? Yeah, for sure. But there's other places that we've completely removed personal responsibility from the equation as well, and that's an issue. Well, too. in an attempt to correct some things, we've thrown the baby out with the bathwater. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Hey Big T, how you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I I am doing good. I, I am uh I, I want to say, Stephen, you're giving me a, a plushy vibe. If you if you're not familiar with that, you should look it up. <laughs> plushy is that like furry? What is I don't know. What is plushy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, like a, it's it's on all, along the line of uh, furry. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. heard the, I've heard the term. All right. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what they say: you are what you eat. <laughs> oh God! And that's why I'm oh. an asshole. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, what you got? You, uh, you prefer it, Harry? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like with that type of shit, like as long as it's at least six inches, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm, oh I'm, I'm, really, I'm really more about the girth. That's you know <laughs> than, than anything. <laughs> oh God, that's a that's a really a, that's a good place to go out on right there. Honestly, that's a good place to go out on. Oh, oh shit. man, um, T, you got anything you want to plug before we uh, before we go out of here? Yeah, um, B3F Nation. Thank you guys for having me on, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, I want to say uh, check out. Uh, I can't make this up. That's I can't with a K. Make this up podcast, man. Just uh, Google me. You'll find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, 
all that good stuff. YouTube is uh, Land Over Legend Studios. And uh, check out something for the weekend. Um, show that I do with a couple good friends of mine where we uh, chanter about the differences between uh, the U.S. and the U.K. And uh, Joey is uh, our new resident uh, guest host. And, um, you know, maybe one day once, um, you know, Steve gets enough uh, good boy points, he can come on and uh, join us, you know. <laughs> It'll never happen. It'll never happen. <laughs> but, man, we'll, we'll, link to all your, uh, we'll link to all your stuff uh, in the episode yeah. description, too. So if you're catching this uh, towards the end or whatever, um, read the show notes. It'll all be in there. Yep, it will. And um, yeah, next week we have uh, Bobby. Is the, Bobby next week? Bobby, the <sighs> porn rapper. Yeah, is going to so uh, he does porn porns, and yeah, he does yeah. porn and and he's a rapper. So, so. we will have Bobby <laughs> on next week. So that that promises to be a good time. Um, I, I've had a great time tonight. It's yep. one of the most some of the most fun I've had in a while. Yeah, it was good. So uh, not like Andre, he put the tears, but I, I was actually when he chanter. said chanter, I was like, that's actually a fucking great phrase, and I like. Yeah, it. I don't know who came up with it, but it's a it's it's a it's a mixture of chat and banter. So well, no shit, goddamn it! <laughs> you know what? Not everybody's <laughs> thank, as smart as you, um, you, blue hoodie guy. Thank you for thank you so, for explaining so. <laughs> the, the combination of words that went into that. Contrary to popular belief, there are you some white people. There are fuck. some white people that watch the show, and they may not know what chanter is. <laughs> So, what? Yeah. Well, look, white people are dumb when it comes to shit like that. that. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, man, Big T, if you'll hang out just for a second, we go off. We'll talk to you um, offline if you're good with that. Yeah. Um, yes, come, sir. Come back next week on Saturday night with Bobby the Porn Rapper at 8 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. All right. Until next time. Bye. Give us a thumbs up on Facebook at B3F Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Twitch at B3F Podcast and on Instagram at B3F underscore podcast. YouTube has all of our videos. Support us on Patreon or buy me a coffee at B3F Podcast. Send all your questions or comments to admin at B3FPodcast.com. Find us online at B3FPodcast.com. Rate us and review us wherever you listen. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>